ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 256 of the No Podcast. We're officially 256 bits. The sequel to Mario 128. Uh, this week, Renee's already interrupting me. Mm-hmm. Bring back the Assassin's Creed of games. The air conditioning? What is this? I don't even know what this is. We finally cut our air conditioning on today. We're in the South. This is what happens. Uh, this week on episode 256, I might have mentioned this. 256 bits. Uh, Xbox didn't deliver. Question mark. What is that? Sony shutting down Pixel Opus. Find out more details later. Cesar gets a new Double Dragon game. We'll skip that one. Nothing to see here. Uh, <laughs> tune into Cesar's exclusive stream at a later date. Whenever this comes out, we'll discuss, I guess. Yeah. And we have your we have your May Game Pass games. I am one of your hosts. Richard Bergman playing the part of Charlie Bucket for today's episode. And I have a golden ticket. And who do I want to take with me? Will it be Newsmaster Brent McKee playing the part of Grandpa George? Who was Grandpa George? Where was he peeing and pooping? (laughs) (laughs) And all the rest of those poor people were were bedridden, probably had bed sores and couldn't walk. And he just he got out of bed and was fine. Nope, that would be that would be our resident page master and lore master, Grandpa Joe, played this week by Cesar Concepcion the second. Cesar joined me in the Charlie in the chocolate factory. We're gonna have to burp at some point, I believe. Excellent. <clears throat> Excellent. Brant, stay pissing in the bed. Uh, I'm, the first... I'm, I'm Willy Wonka then. You <laughs> so the first article I looked up had like five people, and I had to I had to clarify. I was like, is there five people in that bed? I thought there were <laughs> yes. Yes. What, what are you, what, Cesar, how are you nodding? Uh, there's five people in there? Yeah, and they're all. Where was the fifth it's, it's one laying? What? The big bed. No, where was the fifth person? I didn't think that, I thought that was a typo. I thought it was two sets of grandparents. They had a grandpa, oop, hold on. Here it is. The grandparents from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I'm not going to read all of this article. I'll start off this one, okay? Grandpa George, this is you, Brant. Mm-hmm. Grandpa George was by far the smallest contributor to the piss pond of a mattress that he occupied with Charlie's other grandparents. The silver dollar (laughs) pancake size stain on the crotch of his pajama pants was a mere afterthought to the bisque rapids coming from his bedmates. (laughs) Next to them, it was hard to tell when Grandpa George had pissed the bed at all, outside of whether he'd momentarily stopped snoring in his sleep and let out a pathetic moan. So there's Grandpa George, there's Grandma Josephine. I think I remember Charlie saying that name. There's Grandpa Ubeck? There's Grandpa Joe, and then there's Grandma Georgina. I don't remember there being five people in the bed. I don't understand. Uh, I'll go back and watch the movie again. I'm totally thrown off. Grandpa Ubeck was the grandparent who lived under the covers at the center of the bed. There he'd pray for his sweet grandson to get sent to a factory for a nice reason while wetting himself and the feet of his bedmates. (laughs) Uh, this article I found on iHeartHollywood.com ranks the grandparents and the amount of uh, urine they produced in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who kicked this off this week? This was somebody's fault that I had to. That I had. Oh, to it was it was me. This okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. See, that's in right. the in the movie, yeah, it definitely only shows four people in that bed. They had other golden items, according to Brant's lore, and we 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 had to riff off of that. <laughs> and then Cesar saw a tweet somewhere. Was like, no wonder it stinks in here. <laughs> What does that smell? All right. Uh, we got our introductions out of the way. And I won the chocolate factory, so you guys are free. I'm letting you guys out of the bed. We don't have to stay there anymore. Yeah, we're we're getting the glass elevator. Yeah, that's fine. 
we're in a sequel. We're, oh, is it a direct to? Is it a direct to video sequel, or are we waiting for the inevitable uh, Johnny Depp reboot years later? I mean, they got the they got a movie with Timothy Timothy Shemlot or whatever his name is going on Netflix. I think they're doing the sequel as well. He will be good at that. I think he has the. He's supposed to be. Wonka. He has the look of that yeah. role for sure. Yeah, that won't be too bad. Is direct to Netflix? Uh, Netflix, I think, spent all that money for that. Uh, those IPs from that writer. Was it Ronald Dahl? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Yeah. BFG, they, James and the Giant Peach. They got everything. They got his whole catalog. They're remaking everything. So it's like the Three Witches. I think was one of them. Sound off in the chat with your favorite Roald Dahl story. James and the Giant Peach would make a good video game. You have like a hub world as the Peach, and then the Peach is just like flying around, and the the various creatures give you quests, like the Grasshopper and the Ladybug. I think the Ladybug was not a lady. Didn't they make that joke before uh, ants did? So ants are bugs. Bugs. Yeah, I think you're thinking bugs. Or bugs life. life. Yeah, bugs life. Yeah. <laughs> ants or bugs. Those were the two. Which movie are we going to see this summer? I don't know. They're both the same. We're either going to see ants or bugs. Close out this godforsaken uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory window. <laughs> it's constantly calling to me. Uh, speaking of calling to me. Xbox didn't deliver on 2022's showcase, but Phil Spencer is enthusiastic about this year's. This is according to esteemed writer Chris Scullion at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has stated the company failed to deliver on what it showed during last year's showcase presentation, but says he's very enthusiastic about this year's show. Speaking to Kind of Funny Games' XCast podcast, Spencer was asked by Paris Lilly about the previous Xbox showcase, which took place June 2022. Last year, you had the 12-month plan. You didn't necessarily deliver on all the games, Lily said. No, we didn't deliver, Spencer interrupted. There's no necessarily. We didn't deliver. Spencer was then given a list of upcoming games. Lily said players didn't know much about, despite having been announced long ago. <laughs> oh, God, this sounds like our podcast. Including Avowed. What is that? Do I know what Avowed is? Yeah, it's a first-person RPG from, like, an NXL or Obsidian. Okay. That's I the one that, that looked uh, pretty good. That was... Uh... I think it was series uh, exclusive because everybody was bitching when they announced it two years ago when it wasn't uh, playable on uh, standard Xbox One. Interesting. And that seems to that discussion seems to have flipped in the past two and a half years. Uh, Perfect Dark, Everwild, Fable, State of Decay 3 and Contraband going on to discuss this year's showcase. Spencer said, I'm not going to try to oversell showcase here because if I was on the other side watching this, it's like, hey, after Redfall, I'm quote, hey, after Redfall, I'm going to put my hands on the controller and that's what it's going to take to prove it to me. Uh, but that's not what Showcase is, so I'm very enthusiastic about Showcase. We're going to announce some things that people haven't seen, some new games, and we're going to give updates to some of the things that were on your list. That's what we want, right? Is that what we're asking for from this platform holder? So, out of the same interview, there's also been some interesting other bites that have come out. Of course, they he kind of apologized for the state of Redfall. Um... As well as, let me see, I know I've got that pulled up here. Uh, there was a, a quote saying, just making great games won't change Xbox uh, console market share. Yeah. And there's a whole... I think bit... the quote at some point was like when, what game was it coming out? He was pointing out on PS5? Was it Final Fantasy? Uh I think so. Some console PS5 exclusive. He's like, when this comes out, it's not going to make people sell their PS5s and get an Xbox or yeah. whatever the vice versa was. No, Starfield. He was talking about Starfield. 
He says if it's an 11 out of 10, it's not going to cause people to sell their PS5s and get an Xbox immediately. So, but you have know to that's think back in the 360 days when they were a force to be reckoned with. They had or, you know, Halo. or the Xbox days. Yeah, here's my hot take. This this generation, whatever this is for them has seemed like a fledgling console maker. It sounds like it seems like someone new on the scene trying to find their footing, not an established video game partner. They took more risks with the original Xbox than we're getting with and I know game development takes a long time and all that. We're not game developers. We don't plot that stuff out, but this is like ridiculous. We they're right. We were talking about some of these games years ago. This doesn't sound like a uh I must be frozen. Everybody's frozen. Nope, no. there's a brand. Oof. Scared me. Sorry, I'm looking for a specific part to this other story. Yeah, he was, for, he was looking for Days Gone. He's always hunting for Days Gone. Cesar, you are frozen. Maybe it's just on my side. Cesar hasn't moved in a while. I was looking at Cesar specifically. Rant's moving. Uh, Renee says, hate it when Phil mentions about games don't help sell Xbox. That was disgusting to me and a slap to the people who purchased Series X. Well, it's still sort of a half step and it's the best way to play certain things uh renee you saw the benefit of the series x with the uh, 120 frames you know so there's if you're playing halo or like we're playing call of duty if you're playing one of those titles you benefit from that but as far as the console exclusive things that we think about when we when we buy maybe we're maybe we're backwards right we're all we've all been playing games for a long time here's another hot take i'll give you this one we're used to all right, the Super Nintendo is going to give me Final Fantasy games, uh, Mega Man games, and Mario games. I know I'm getting that. From this Genesis thing, I'm going to get Sonic. I'm going to get Fantasy Star. That really doesn't happen anymore. You have PlayStation with their stable. I would say Nintendo maybe is the is the person still, like the company still running this console exclusive thing. You're only going to get Mario there. You're only going to get Mario Kart there. Even from the beginning, Xbox has had sort of a PC, not exact parody, but, you know, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the Splinter Cell titles, which eventually came to everything else. But there's been this, like, symbiotic relationship with PC for a long time, so much so that you had the 360 share and so much of that PC architecture, right? It was so easy to develop for right off the rip. Um, yeah, but these missteps, like, you, there's there's really no excuses. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they can say. I mean, they have the money and they have the brand awareness to guess, I guess, take it on the chin and keep moving. But he's right. They got to show something. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. I let Game Pass go. And what have I missed out on? What have I missed out on? Nothing. No. And my console still plays a shit ton of games that I have physical media for. I've never I don't own a single series console disc. I haven't bought one. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I don't have a single one. And then by the medium. Oh, what are are they? What are those coasters? Most of them are coasters. They don't have the full. Yep. They don't shoot the full game on the disc. That too. I don't. I don't know. And this the Netflix of games. Like they. That's what they hedge their bet on, and they've built that portfolio. We just don't have the. We don't have the things from that portfolio. And all these first party stables you got. We don't see anything. Yeah. We played the hell out of Halo until we found something that we all enjoy. A little bit more. I'm not knocking Halo. It's I still think it's a solid product, but we're not going back to it, are we? I think that I think that adds up. We're just not. <laughs> and that was the other thing in this um, article, say, saying that they're not in the business of out consoling Sony or Nintendo. Yeah. 
and I get that, but saying that, you know, great games doesn't really do anything for your console or, or, or market share doesn't really make sense because great games is where it starts. If you don't have good games that actually work, you know, that that draw people into your ecosystem, you, right. you don't have anything. You have Stadia. <laughs> Which... It would be like... I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that there's a similar thing. I don't. We're all. Maybe we're different because we all have the option to play elsewhere, right? All of us have access to, and we're lucky. We're fortunate in in doing so. Um, if we had hedged our income or maybe our ability on on this platform, um, maybe you'd be more aggravated. Maybe you would you would be wanting more answers. Yes, I want the best for Perfect Dark. Yes, I want the best for Halo, but what what does that actually mean anymore? I have a great Perfect Dark that I could still play with my friends online on that same Xbox. There's a playable Perfect Dark on there. There's also a god-awful Perfect Dark that I'll never acknowledge on there. Which I'm going to play on a stream at some point and revisit it all these years later. Um, I'm I'm honestly excited to see what they have to show. I legit think it's going to be more than teasers. I think we're this this has to be the point where those doors are opened, right? And we see some of this stuff. One would hope. Do we care? <laughs> what do we want to see? What is perfect? I mean, dark on now? some on some level, I mean, I'm 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 not one of those people that's you know hurrying for the console wars and oh Xbox sucks right now and they you know if they don't no and that's not I mean close, people if they don't close this deal with Activision they're gonna die and yeah we're Xbox loses the the war and it, no I don't want to see Microsoft go out of business I don't want to see Sony go out of business I don't want to see Nintendo go out of business I want them all to keep doing what they're doing and make great games that I can enjoy we're 256 levels into uh this show and I don't think we have preferences here and there, whether it's an ecosystem or an environment or achievements or trophies or uh, back catalog, whatever it is. We may have some preferences here and there, but we all game on multiple things. So it's it's not going to be fanboyism that we prop this stuff up on. Because as we've pointed out before, if there is a strong platform, all it does is drive innovation from the others. Like if that interest is there and that creativity is there and uh basically what it comes down to is they're segmenting artists so if you haven't picked this particular museum to go to you don't get to appreciate this art so what we have done in respect for those individual art pieces is we have invested in the things to take in that art and that gallery over there is looking extremely shallow for to justify having that exclusive thing. I'm using it every week, but I'm playing a game that I could play on apparently Nintendo consoles also. <laughs> oh, I knew Cesar would like that one. Uh, Renee's saying uh, Microsoft can't mess up with Starfield, but even if they succeed in the game, what else would they have afterwards? What is that? I mean, yeah. Starf is Starfield the new Skyrim? Is that a platform that gets re-released on multiple things over the years? Maybe. It's also a Bethesda game at heart, so will it release broken? <laughs> right. I know that this game I'm enjoying right now came out 12 years ago, or 11 at this point, 11 and a half, and it's, it's taken a lot of work. It's to been get perfected, it. and there's still, every now and then, you get some crazy shit that happens in Skyrim. Still, 
You're just I like, still what see. the hell was that? Yeah. I described that guy. Or, yeah. I described that guy last week that was in the crab walk the whole time, yeah. like through the very important cutscene. And uh, I walked into, uh, well, it's not specifically games played because you guys know I played some more Skyrim, but. I walked into this house and everybody just came down from the ceiling and then sat in their chairs. And I was like, okay, uh, you guys carry on. <laughs> Everything's fine here. Uh, carry about your business. <laughs> they just, they just descended straight down from the roof in the same position. They were already seated. And then they just sat down like on the benches and chairs in the, in the house that I walked into. Uh, what were you guys doing up there? <laughs> Everything good. Burp, Charlie burp. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about my here's my three. And I, I guess this will summarize my thoughts and you guys, you guys can jump in there. I want to see where all these first party investments are going to go with Xbox. I want to see what the live service stuff is going to be from Sony, because as if you've been listening to the podcast or playing games with me the past couple of years, I enjoy the live service games. I don't know where it came from, but it's fun to hop on and hang out with friends and see the numbers go up and try out new stuff. So if we get a SOCOM or we get a new IP or I'm, I'm interested to see what that level of, of investment is and uh, then bring in Bungie in the stable, that sort of thing. See what that payoff looks like. And then eventually a Switch successor. We're going to see what's next from Nintendo. And those are the three. I'm not saying that's that's during the summer games mess, but um, those are the three things on the horizon that excite me outside of what I have to play now, which is a shit ton of stuff. And somehow I can keep playing Call of Duty Warzone on Xbox for free and keep chatting with everybody. It's just, uh, it's, it's wild. It's, it's not the state of gaming that I thought it would be three years ago, five years ago. You know, nobody could have predicted this 10 years ago. We didn't have this live service stuff like that, but y'all have any thoughts on, uh, on how this stuff is kind of mapping out? See, I'm, I want to see Xbox come back a little bit and I want to like Phil said you know he's ready he feels like they need to deliver it's definitely time and they're already um that was another thing they they price cut the uh the external external storage um hot swap that was good that was good finally and there's another maker of those right it's not just Seagate now is it Western Digital making those yeah yeah so there's so there's you know That'll kind of boost people to, you know, buy more into that. They're yeah. all they're constantly uh, releasing different variants of controllers. So, I mean, it'll, there'll probably be like some kind of Starfield or something uh, controller or headset or something that's rumored right now. Um, it should be. That's the, uh, Renee pointed out. That's what's on the horizon. They have to lean into that. There's what what is between here and there. I can't name a single thing. It was Redfall, and Redfall ended up just shitting the bed out the gate. Uh, Which I'm sure Cesar will talk about it a little bit later. Uh, I have not played Redfall, but I've heard a a great deal about its... um, Cesar, you played it? Genericness. Okay. You texted me, you were like, it's not good. And I was just... I assumed (laughs) it was you reading stuff, but you were like, no, it's not good. I saw saw one video, and it's it's bad. I got a... I got a month of uh, free Game Pass on PC, and so I was good until like the May 27th, so I downloaded and played it like uh, an hour or so. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's worse than uh, Dishonored on PS3. Oh, dear God. <laughs> okay, that, that speaks to me. That's a very specific reference aimed at, aimed at me. Uh, on the other on the other side with Sony, I'm, 
I don't have time for as many live services. I don't mind jumping into one here or there, but I'm actually really tired of. Oh, I'll drag you. Don't every, worry about. Don't worry everything's, about that. <laughs> everything's a live service. Everything has a battle pass. Every, you know, like it's it's getting it's to the point now where it's oversaturated. Um, and they haven't even dipped their. They haven't really dipped their toe in it. They don't have one. That's the thing is they've they've dedicated. You know they're they're supposed to bring several live yep. service games. And to me, with live services, especially if they're going to bring that much, it's like throwing a whole pot of spaghetti at the wall and it, it, and hoping at least a couple strands stick. Because with with live service games, that's what happens. Either they stick or they don't. And if right. they don't, they're just going to get shut down, gone into the ether, like Babylon's Fall and so <laughs> many others. Um, but with that, also they they also that's not their main focus. They yeah. also they have these timed exclusivity deals. There's the the talk uh, about the whole rumored with the Konami stuff, uh, timed exclusivity possibly with. I mean, I will have all your solid. In a month. We'll know all this. Yeah, shit all this month, other so. stuff. So some of this stuff will shake out. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, uh, and of course they've got the new Final Fantasy coming out, and Nintendo's just being Nintendo. They're going to continue to do what they do. Uh, in the most Nintendo way possible. So sit sit there and wait for Call of Duty to get on there. <laughs> At least it on the Wii U. What was it? Black Ops. Uh, Black Ops Two. Two. Black Ops Two. Yeah. Yep. And Ghost. Ghost was after that. Do we want it to be? <laughs> and I Maybe. I think a lot of people and we're I mean we're all about the same age. Some some of us are older than others, but the days of like. A dedicated box having a dedicated library and very consistent content and like monthly releases, you know, just look at that. Uh, we always look back at this like fall, winter P- uh, 2001 PS2 lineup, Ace Combat 4, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy 10, Silent Hill 2, Ico. Like, have we had a stretch of that on either platform across this generation like that? We don't have that anymore. Nintendo's still doing their bi-monthly, monthly big release. Like, it seems like it's slowing down now versus the pace they kind of had before. Like, that just doesn't exist anymore. It's it's not what it used to be. It, we pine for this. We have nostalgia for these releases, and we want remasters of them. We want to still have access to these things. Uh, there's, we both talked about, we all three talked about in, in uh, the pre-show, buying a strategy guide. That would have been a no-brainer for a Zelda game before but they don't make strategy games anymore strategy strategy guides they do make strategy games i think square <laughs> enix came out with like three of them last year let's say uh advanced wars finally released just yep, the other advanced week, so. nintendo had one xbox where's your strategy where's your strategy game we don't have your guide or fire your emblem game. they had two xbox had fire emblem are you, no, are you no, playing no. are you playing on the xbox nintendo, like you were on steam deck nintendo switch also <laughs> had mm. fire emblem they got a bunch man I got um, lots of strategies. Yeah. Tactics Ogre re-released. Uh, uh Field. Field. From from Mission from Mission Two is coming out. Yeah. Trying Str- strategy. Okay, the strategy. The strategy genre is well represented here. It's, uh, <laughs> strategy guides. Strategy so guides pig- are not. Yes. Yeah. Piggyback. Piggyback is making those two uh, Zelda guides, the paperback and the collector's edition. Um, they just it's not the same. We we pine for these like this is how it used to be and. 
I guess we enjoyed the con. We didn't enjoy the console wars, but each console had a, like a specific flavor to it. Yeah. And they, they just don't have that anymore. And I'm kind of okay with that because I got plenty of shit to play. But um, I think the three of us are kind of outside that, uh, that normal. I would say the average consumer. Yeah. So. I, well, that's the thing is I know somebody asked me the other day. They were just kind of looking. And they said you've got, you've got both of them, don't you? Which which console do you recommend? I've been getting this more and more. Yeah, this and is I've, this is I, getting more and more common. I, I give them the same thing. I say you know yeah. performance wise, they're both about the same. But honestly, as as far as games, hardware, support, if you want re rechargeable controllers, if you want that you know kind of different immersion with the Dual Sense and its features, then yeah, really. PS5 is the way to go. You have to you you have to split it down to that. Uh, you know, it used to be used to be really easy to illustrate. This one plays DVDs out of the box. This one has yep. four controller ports. Um, this one doesn't play movies, but if you want to play the next Mario game, you're gonna have to get this one. Which I guess that still applies, but they had their own like identity, and for better or worse, people aligned with those identities, which gets in the way of the the actual enjoyment of it sometimes but um that's gone really and that that first party i think the illustration is easier to make now because you have someone with zero first party output and the one that we got just halo infinite's been a disaster i don't think anyone that was in any executive role when halo infinite came out is still with that studio and that is damning of um I say your flagship title for Xbox. If you think Xbox, I I, I say you're you're you have Halo on the mind. You're thinking Halo. Yeah. It wasn't there at launch, and then it came out a year later. We enjoyed the shit out of it, yeah. And then it never rose to the levels of what these other live service titles are churning out, or even a Halo title. You know, you had uh halo 3 or halo 2 and you had a map pack you could buy a physical map pack and, and add maps to it and i <laughs> we get we would get so excited about the new maps on halo y'all remember trying those and it's like we got two for six months then we got another two for six months and it's mm-hmm. like well one of these sucks we don't like one of these <laughs> or or one of them looks really uninspired and then forge came out and the forge stuff was like where is this coming from how yeah. did the actual game creators not putting out this stuff and it's just been, I think if that was the only horse you had in your stable, you'd be really aggravated with the way things have gone. You know, the rest of us just pivot to something else. And it's like, well, that thing's there. Uh, it does this really well. Um, but I don't I don't even have the reason to have the subscription with them anymore. I, I just don't. And I'm, I'm not out anything. Zero. And I thought this was going to be this big thing. And I kept limping along like a month here, three months here. It's like. I don't actually need it. And Cesar just demoed a game they released on it to not great fanfare. I'm excited to see what they have to talk about next month. Yeah. Am I selling mm. my Xbox? No. It still plays a bunch of shit. Donate. Am I donating my Xbox? Nope. No brand. I'm not donating <laughs> my Xbox either. So we shall see. Hopefully they do uh who do we do the theater event with? Was that the Keeleys? The summer yeah. that was the summer games, summer games fest. We got a cuphead pin. What did we get a cuphead pin for? Summer's game fest. Why though? 
So the last course was announced it, at that time. It showed, yeah. uh, it wasn't announced. It okay. showed gameplay. And they had the animation coming out, right? At the same time? Netflix. I think it came out prior to that. but it was prior. Okay. All right. That was probably the meat of our news. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> that for a long fucking time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just, I was still laughing at Jeff Grubb on that, that tweet he sent out there with the key three on there. Key three days. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, these are your people now. It's not E3 in this big production and this show. It's uh, it's your popular journalists, your influencer journalists, I guess. And it's and Keely. The Ryan, the, the Ryan Seacrest of uh, games. He is. He is, isn't he? He's everywhere. But he kept plugging away, being corny. I guess that's the Ryan Seacrest part. And he lived. He survived. He's us playing Warzone. Land in the worst place. Get off the worst shots, have to uh, respawn four or five times and heal multiple times and still pull off the victory. <laughs> no gas mask. <laughs> no plates. Mm-hmm. No, Renee, don't burn your Xbox. At least sell it for money. Yeah. Sell that uh, Series S. Oh, he does have a Series S. Yeah, series See, again, too. like I have a catalog of physical titles to pop in there and play with their backwards compatibility thing, but... They, that's another thing. Right, we're staying in this conversation, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Still, Xbox One shit the bed. Nobody wanted one. It's the first time I wasn't compelled to get like a day one console. Uh, famously on the podcast, we talk about Cesar and I jumped at the same time. They they were coming out with Master Chief Collection. We got the Gears Ultimate bundle. It was like remastered Gears, and we played mm-hmm. that campaign in one night. Like it was this flood of goodwill, and Phil was right there at the charge of all this good stuff, right? And he mentions this in this interview. He doesn't hide from that. But it's been 10 years. You've had 10 years of these missteps of just like, blah. It's not been it's not been a great thing. You've got to come out swinging and really get a hold of that stuff. And it's not just like these little tidbit things here and there. And I, I guess get... it was Game Pass for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got that Microsoft money, so. Yeah. And that's I think that's also part of what's aggravating mm-hmm. is because I saw them do this in 2002. They swung for the fences. We got a Panzer Dragoon game. We got uh, Smile Bit games from the Sega studios. We got KOTOR. We got Splinter Cell on Xbox first. Renee's still threatening to burn his Series S. Renee, don't burn your Series S. I'll buy It'll it from right. you if you're that bad off. I, I'll have some dedicated Warzone machines down here. All right, please, God, I'm tired of talking about xbox missteps they're 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 well noted this isn't our hot take we're not uh we're not dogpiling on them there's as brent said we would like them to succeed give us art in that museum some people have just that museum do you feel phil should be fired no i don't because i think he still gets it but for some reason it's not it's not going the right direction and they clean house at at 343 that was your you know, does it go above that? Uh, is there more stuff that needs to happen? I, I don't know. If if I was in that company, I would have some more uh, insight or I would I would maybe be asking these questions. I don't think he should because um, you don't control everything. You put the right people in place to succeed at a level he's in, I believe. And it seems like the resources are there. We did have COVID. Uh, and all the effect of that on game development, and they're still leaning on that. So I'm, we can't say that's a non-entity. Um, but some of these others have been 
uh, firing on all cylinders. I, I think there's compelling reasons to have a PS5 and a, a Nintendo Switch in the year of our Lord 2023, and they're more compelling arguments than an Xbox currently. Yeah, just I mean, because just because of those exclusive reasons. I mean, you saw what happened with Sony. They learned their lesson on exclusive games when the PS3 era. So, yeah. And they uh, that, made that made that a priority and made it like a kind of like what how Nintendo does their exclusive games, which saved them and their yeah. their rough errors. So, and even uh, Nintendo led that banner to start off with because uh, I mean none of us were around except maybe Cesar, but Atari was just like a wide ass open market for cartridges. There was just if if you could print plastic, you could get a you could get a game on Atari, and you just had a flood of garbage that that essentially caused the crash of the market. So Nintendo, for all their faults, uh, when they decided to come back to the West after the success of the Famicom, um, you know, they weren't cartridges. They were game packs. No, these are different. These are game packs. Uh, It's not a console. It's a control deck. You put the thing in this. It's like a VCR. It's a consumer. You know, there was a whole separate pitch to it where they they drove that. uh, I'm, I'm getting to Renee's point. Renee said they will need quality control. They drove that message of quality control where mm. you knew. Uh, also, they had cartoons and uh, cereal boxes and ads, and it was everywhere. They drove it home, but may, and maybe that's part of Xbox's thing. This is the place to play these. And right that right now, there's no compelling argument, and there's no there's no marketing to back that. Have y'all seen I mean, any advertising that's like, yeah, I gotta I gotta get this thing. It, it, it does it right. That that is a lot of mindshare. That's on the playground. That's at the water cooler at work when you're adults. And if it's that's not there. I mean, what they're trying to do now is they don't they feel like they don't have time to develop these IPs anymore. So they're just going to sit there and buy up studios with these big name IPs to put on their service. So that's their workaround right now. Because I think Phil mentioned that, too, where he said that at this point, they're too late in the game to develop new IPs that they better off just buy an Activision and get a Crash Bandicoot IP and just throw that on there. And that's their platformer, you know. So that's and that sucks. Honestly, that sucks. But I mean, that's a lot of a lot of what uh, streamers do nowadays, especially the video streamers. So. I mean, that's just that another page out of that page book, so. But we lose, in my opinion, we lose that artwork that makes our industry special. It's what makes that creative. That connection that you have with that box. Right. It's 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 silicon and RAM and a, a controller, but you know what it feels like to sit down and play Super Nintendo. Yeah. Right. There's a there's a feel for sitting down and playing Super Nintendo, which is wholly different from sitting down and playing Turbo Graphics. It's not better or worse. It is a different experience and it doesn't feel different when you're playing an Xbox. And there's no compelling reason to just have that one. No, I mean you're absolutely right, but I think at that point he made he made clear in that interview like uh, where they're at in the console market is they they feel like that's where they're going to be at at 30 million at 40 million. So at that point, you expand upon other ways to play uh, mobile, other ways to bring other people in. Um, I mean, you, they feel like they're going to have who they have as the gamers. They're not going to worry about growing anymore. So I mean, you're going to try to bring in those other people who don't play games, kind of like the Wii and the Wii U, uh, Wii back, Wii back in the Wii and DS days. So those. So you know what that really you know what that really feels like? Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. That feels like we have this stuff and we're we're just we're not gonna make a thing for our box anymore. We'll go make it for our other ones. So mm-hmm. maybe we maybe that's the solution. I'm <laughs> I'm fine with that too. Yeah, because I mean don't buy 
things and corral them and lock them behind this. Uh, well, I still think Game Pass is a good value, but it's it's become not a value for me. And if you've listened to the show, you you've heard me go over the ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's all about subscriptions, man. I said this before, Microsoft's a subscription company, so that's what their main goal is. I mean, uh, and Xbox is a way to, to deliver their subscription, so it's not going to be their main way to deliver it, so yeah. there are going to be other ones on there. They'll put Game Pass on PlayStation and Nintendo if they, they would take it, but, you know, they're not going to. I mean, not especially if they like, well, we get X amount of dollars per game, and you want us to get X amount of dollars for a service. Fuck that. So, you know. You know, they're not going to jump on that wall unless they're going to be forced to if they have every damn IP out there. But yeah. at that point, you're going to spurn a lot of uh, creative growth. So you're going to have a uh, you don't have you don't have access to those IPs anymore. So you're going to have other studios develop new stuff beyond those other consoles. So and Microsoft and you, probably go buy those up when they get big. So that's you have to make do. that <laughs> you have to make that a compelling argument outside of just purchasing it. You have to there has to be something there. And the I think a benefit of having been. We've been on this podcast has existed for five years now. I, I don't believe it somehow, but it's been around for a while. And there's documentation of us coming around or turning on certain uh, platforms or subscriptions because of this sort of thing. I would say even maybe as brief as a year ago, none of us had any interest in that Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Plus. Zero. They added a couple extra platforms to that value. We had some momentum behind a family subscription. Voila, we're all in the gate, right? There's oh, a compelling the, argument to come. The family right? subscription was 90% of the cause of it. Uh, 99.9. But I mean, I'm not paying eight, $80 added, a year. I'm not paying whatever that amount is. What, $50 a year, $60 a year? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was it was 20 per person. And then, yes, yeah, so you're talking about the basic one was 20 And then the new one is 70 or 80 I think it, it's up there. So sorry. I think it's seventy nine ninety nine. I can't remember what it was for a single person. I mean... It, and that there was no compelling argument for that, right? And I, then, I would say it's still not one. So, not individually, but I mean, the Game Boy Advance helps, but I don't know, man. And we did yeah. finally get the uh, the Game Pass family thing, and it was no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> it's like this doesn't help anybody. I was to save like five bucks a person or something like that. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't on the level of another one we may have all partaken in recently mentioned. And uh, uh, Brent had me looking at the – so when Sony came out with their tiers, you've got the PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Extra, and Premium, right? We all did Premium. We were getting promised of PSP and PS2 and PS1 games. Like, man, we're going to get this rush of back catalog. Mm-hmm. Brent looked at it for like six months, and they added like nine games that he wasn't – and he streamed one of them. He streamed yep. Ape Escape. And he was like, you know what? I'm looking at this. We're getting maybe one or two a month. I'll be perfectly happy with this tier below that. And that's yep. it was a great decision. I'm looking at it too. And my hot take was, why would Brant leave that? It's the we all love retro games. We all love classic titles. We love PSP. How could he pick the one that doesn't have the and it, they're not supporting it? It's not there. He made the wise decision. And when mine is not paid off anymore, I still think I have like another year and a half to go. That might be the route I go. So we we're able to look at these as as the content comes and it comes and goes. And right now, Xbox is just a dearth of content. If you have another platform to play a bunch of these titles on, um, it looks it looks worse. And and especially the first party stuff. I need to look at the back. Remember the back of the Xbox uh, Series X had like Master Chief on the back of it, and famously that didn't come out for another year. It's like mm-hmm. Power Your Dreams or something. 
I want to see what else is, if it's just Master Chief or if there's anything else on there that's just been MIA since since launch. It's that and people keep sending that fucking uh, Blockbuster Game Pass <laughs> advertisement. I keep somebody keeps dropping in every Game Pass uh, post now on Twitter. <laughs> what is it about Blockbuster? The, the Blockbuster what? Summer, the summer thing they had? No, it was like $14.99 running a game you want. It's called, it was called Game Pass at Blockbuster. It was called Game Pass? Yeah, just look Google it real quick. It's called Game Pass. Oh. Blockbuster Game Pass. Somebody keeps dropping the ad in uh, Twitter. I got to find it and send it to you. I was just laughing because like, it had like SOCOM on there and it had like a whole bunch of different games. We did, my friend and I, uh, another Southside, no podcast fan, we had some sort of Blockbuster deal that was, you know, 15 or $20 for a month for Unlimited, just swapping them out. We tore up some N64 games, Dreamcast at that point, and early PS2 titles. I remember thinking, um, I guess this will segue us into the next one. But do y'all? There was a Twitter thing. Was like, when is the first time you realized you thought game graphics would never get better than this? So it was a game you saw and you were like, this is the best game graphics we'll ever get. I'll never see this topped. For me, and this is like, this was my hot take answer. Uh, cause this is, this is when it hit me like that was, uh, NBA street. When we played NBA street on his PS2, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is, I'm like, it's like, I'm watching a basketball game. <laughs> it floored me. Did y'all have, uh, I know it's kind of a quick, quick rapid fire question here, but is there any that y'all saw that was just, and that could be a whole ep- that could be a whole podcast. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely something on PS2 that was like. I remember seeing it and being like, oh, man, that's that's amazing. I don't know. If, yeah. And I think everybody has that growing up. You're like, oh, man, yeah. it's never going to get better than this. And then I remember seeing those. Uh, I think it was for NBA 2K on 360, those commercials that would yeah. air. And, you know, you'd see the beads of sweat coming down the players' faces and stuff. And you're like, that's the next generation. Yeah. That's what's coming out. Wow. You know, and then every year it's been something more and then we're we're to the point now where everything is about capped i mean you see some stuff and it's like wow that that looks even better but most of the time now they're just more focused on ray tracing <laughs> and, you uh, see the games in there <laughs> no i, did, I just saw game pass in the top corner Cesar sent us the ad. Cesar, we need, you need to send that well i Ooh. guess one of us one of us could post it to the instagram that would be a pretty good yeah. post Game Pass, $14.99. I mean, there's still games that we'll play, and it's like like Ratchet and Clank. There's defining yeah. uh, games where I play this, and I'm like, I had to have a PS5 for this. It's nowhere close. And like Oblivion was that for 360, right? I played Oblivion, and I was blown away. I was like, I've never played anything like this on a console. Uh, Metal Gear Solid was one of those games. Like, how is this coming out of this CD-ROM console? How am I getting this? Oh, somebody tell me about Concrete Genie. I, th- I know uh, Cesar played this when it came out. Uh, Sony is shutting down Pixel Opus. Um, so in a tweet posted Friday, the California-based studio uh, wrote, Dear friends, our Pixel Opus adventure has come to an end. As we look to our uh, new futures, we wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to uh, the millions of passionate players who have supported us and our millions... And our millions are uh, beautiful, imaginative games with uh, heart. We are so grateful. Um, the 
It's a kind article. statement for being yeah, shuttered. The, yeah, the the article goes on to say, um, you know, of course they worked on Concrete uh, Genie. They first launched um, the game Entwined. I remember uh, Entwined. The logo was like the uh, like a phoenix and a bird, like spinning yeah, around each other. You yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't know what else they had worked on either until I read that, and I was like, oh, I think I, I think I recognize the logo, but I don't know anything about the game. So they seem to have like a journey or a, yeah, like a journey or flower or something like that or flow. It seemed to have one of those sort of uh, vibes to it. Uh, let's see. So I enjoyed this game, and there's I, like they had an art book yeah. and everything. It was a very distinct, and it's one of those I've got it. I've been meaning to go back to some of these titles, and I'm starting to I'm starting to crave like Gravity Rush and uh, Tearaway. Yeah. So those like PS4 exclusive titles that were, I don't know if we'll ever see another Tearaway. I would I would happily take another Tearaway or another Concrete Genie, but that doesn't seem yeah. uh, Concrete doesn't Genie. Seem was 2019 for the studio yep. uh they were nominated for numerous awards including two uh bafta game awards uh and in 2021 uh they had a third game that was going to be developed for the ps5 in collaboration with sony pictures animations it's not clear if this project um, is still active i wonder yeah i wonder if that went to somebody else i i know we didn't talk about this but dreams you know dreams is shuttering at the end of this year yeah. So I wonder what Media Molecule's got up their sleeve. What is Media Molecule anymore? Their founders aren't there anymore, so. But that's the other thing is mm, Sony's, they're shutting down studios that, um, you know, when was that? Was that last year that they shut down Japan studios? We're all just, we're all just still bitter about Japan studios. <sighs> and then. Forever. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pixel Pixel Opus didn't have many games, but I mean, they were definitely different, more creative titles that they were coming out with, you know, yeah. something that was a little bit different direction. And I don't know if Sony's just kind of trying to focus on more of that triple A experience. Or what's going on there but we miss these and that's that's what i think that's part of what your fear is with these live service games is that it spreads that gap even further that we just don't yeah, get these b these and it's no creativity it's gonna be games. the same yeah. kind of cookie cutter stuff yeah and it fell it's like the gap has widened to where we have live service or we have triple a games like a god of war or sure halo infinite i guess straddled the line between both of those and then you have an indie game, which could be a pixel art game or something. It's like there's a there's such a breadth and and there's so many titles that could fill that in between. Like uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits yeah. was one of those, and I think we all supported that one. And I mean, uh, they, Stray. We all bought just, Stray. Yeah, they just had uh, Chia, and yep. I think what Chia. I just saw they reached a milestone. What was it? A million. That's that's good. That's good numbers for that download or something. Yeah. I, I saw or do we know? Passing. Do we know? Does a million? Does it cut it for them? Does that get them where they need to be? Because we saw that with um, Days Gone, they didn't get celebrated. Um, hitting that's a certain huge numbers. Sony. It's a huge Sony studio. What are Vin, they working on? Do we know what Vin Studio is working on? You don't know what that is. No. Then I mean something new. That's it. Because I remember they almost got uh, absorbed into Naughty Dog. And then I think about uh, PlayStation is just as aggravating as 
Xbox regarding IPs sometimes where it's just like, come on. Maybe even more so because I'm more tied to those franchises. Do something with Ape Escape. Do something with Sly Cooper. Jack and Daxter. I don't know, man. I mean, they seem to be doing better with it because of what was it? Fanavision was the one on. That was a bizarre callback. <laughs> but but see that uh, Sony didn't publish that one. They gave that IP to an indie studio. So when it's on Steam, you saw that's under license from use from Sony Computer Entertainment. It's not published by them. So they're getting better with just lending out some of their IPs and know they're not going to do anything with. So uh, Almost like Konami, would you say? Yep, the, the new great, Konami, the, the great indie studio Konami, <laughs> the great celebrated <laughs> indie mm. studio Konami, <laughs> Ultra Games, a subsidiary of Ultra Games. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we hope everyone at Pixel Opus lands on their feet, and uh, as a as a as part of a recent review process, it's been decided that Pixel Opus will close on June second. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. So hopefully they land on their feet, and there's uh, somewhere for them to go to. All right, Cesar, this story is yours and yours alone. Sure, I'll read. Should... I don't. Th- I don't think I've seen anything on it other than. No, this is news. Yeah, what I saw that the pre-orders went up and I pre-ordered it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all it took. Just the fact that the name was in there. I mean, it seems like they're doing something similar. Like when uh, Way Forward did their own uh, Double Dragon, it was like a. Yep. Like an offshoot, it didn't take place in the main line. Yeah. Have so, you found a sucker? I mean, another player to play the campaign with? Let's play it online. Uh, <laughs> I'll find a, I'll find a rando sucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as friendly fire's on, right? Absolutely. That's the only way he plays. Uh, this one's from uh, Gamatsu from Sal Romano. Uh, Double Dragon Gaiden: Rise of the Dragons announced for. There's a lot of dragons in there. Uh, PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, <laughs> Xbox dragons. One. Switch and PCs due out this summer. Uh, the last one was released was uh, Double Dragon 4 from the new IP owners, which is Arc System Works. Looks like they licensed this out to Modius Games, who has been doing a lot of IP stuff, because I think they came out with the Caveman Joe thing. Uh, which they still left on the very beginning, where the cavemen beat the women and take them out by the hair, which was cut in the Genesis 1, but they left it on the PS5 version. But neither here nor there. Because <laughs> when I played it, I was like, whoa, they, they left this in here. That's... <laughs> So, uh, holy crap! <laughs> it's a weird take, uh, but uh, it's either here or there. Um, Double Dragon Gaiden: Rise of the Dragons is a, God. I'm just, I'm just gonna call it Double Dragon DDG. There we go. It's a it's too much. It's too much. It's cooperative beat 'em up featuring tag team duels of fighters that fuse roguelike elements to deliver classically informed, high replayable Double Dragon style brawls with new edge that revitalize the iconic franchise. Classic uh, New York City year 1990X. And it goes into details about the storyline, which we don't really need to know because it's just like cookie cutter 1990s action film, nuclear war, survival, crime, streets. Yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> uh, serious icons, Billy and Jimmy Lee are joined by Marion re- returning as a fully realized firearm wielding range fighter. Sure. And a newcomer, Uncle Matten and a right shield wielding powerhouse. I guess you got to have the balance in here. Uh... I'm not going to read all this shit. I'm just looking at it. It looks, <laughs> looks weird. I don't know. Hey, you I, pre-ordered it. You voted with your wallet. Yeah, that was one thing I did see. There were some people kind of divided on the art style. It, it looks like those 
weird five dollar switch games with like where you have to play like a baseball story or soccer story where like you're doing like these weird that's what it looks like i don't know it's a it's a weird aesthetic put it that way i mean i'll be more interested to in see how it plays if it plays like a double dragon game then i'll be fine with it it's like weird fast version of metal slug some of these screens is that what they're going for? Are they like, all right, we're gonna re, we're gonna retread all these years of Double Dragon and make it more Metal Slug esque? I don't know, man. I I think I pre-ordered this for like twenty nine or thirty nine. I don't know if this is twenty nine, thirty nine. So I was like, game. I'm I'm jumping. It doesn't matter. It's Double Dragon. <laughs> I mean, when I saw it go up, I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't even look at the trailer. I think that art style actually looks really cool, but I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna do a Lucy in the football. As the as the football gets yanked away from me as I go to kick it, I don't know, man. We'll see. I kid. It's always fun playing Double Dragon with Sasar. It's just a big bit. I'm sure this will probably end up on Game Pass at some point. So it might. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's gonna be on the Xbox Showcase that they got it day one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's like, oh, let's go. Oh no! Don't you're just gonna throw fuel on Renee's fire? <laughs> this is what I was talking about. We get Double Dragon. I mean, it's, it's there. There's a fucking Netflix service, man. They're just out there buying weird shit and put on there day one. So we don't have any games from our weird first party shit. studios, so we're just gonna, gonna put random shit in here. And soon, Netflix will have their own games. So yeah, I mean, Joseph Staten left Halo and is at Netflix Games now. I mean, Netflix is looking how long until Microsoft doesn't get shit done. They might actually have a chance to get caught up and beat their ass. So. Time will tell. What is uh, everyone's Game Pass dollars getting them this month? Uh, uh, only the best of the best, including Redfall. Redfall, which I I, I read legit, that it, I legit am waiting for Cesar's take on this because. And now look at this game. This game looks like F U Georgia F U G A. Fuga. F U G A. Best of the best of the best, sir. Or F-U-G-A, uh, University of Georgia. <laughs> F-U-G-A. <laughs> Y'all want to bear down on this? Uh, Raven, Raven Lock. Yeah, go ahead, Brant. May 4th, uh, which, let's see. Uh, Raven, got... Raven Lock's cool with the little uh, puppet slash claymation thing. It does look cool. I do like this art style. That looks great. Is that only for this platform? I think it's... Ex- uh, Cloud console PC. I think it's, it's uh, I think it's exclusive yeah. to Xbox. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Xbox they should be thing. hyping this one then. This is the puppeteer, maybe of. <laughs> I know that's high praise, but. Back again on that Japan Studios thing, right? Yeah, you just put it in my brain. Uh, Weird West Definitive Edition uh, for the series consoles May eighth. Uh, Shadowrun Trilogy May 9th. Uh, Fuga. Melody of Melodies of Steel, uh, Cloud Console PC. That's May eleventh. Uh, In case you missed it, Besieged Cloud Console PC also available at the, now uh, as well as Con- uh, Quantum Break. I know that left the service and came back. Uh, and then we'll go oh, there's Fuga. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> it took a you wonder what the fuck I was talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I had no clue. I was like, this is a callback to something I don't get. Yeah. F U G A. Fuck you, Georgia. 
Why do we want to get fuck you, Georgia? Fuck you, University of Georgia. F-U-G-A. Yeah. <laughs> F-U-G-A. That's it. My bad. You got to pronounce uh, You got to do it. I mean, you can, there's, there's, there's two ways you can say fuck Georgia in there. You can fuck Georgia or you can say fuck the University of Georgia. There's two ways you can go. F-U-G-A. Yeah. F-U-G-A. The Ohio State. And then as of May 15th, uh, we wrap this up with the leaving uh, Game Pass. Uh, Before we leave Cloud Console and PC, Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair, Anniversary Edition, Cloud Console and PC, Hearts of Iron uh, 4 for PC, First Story, PC, and Ooh... Umarangi Generations Special Edition Cloud Console and PC. I don't know what that one is. I'm not sure myself. I'm glad uh, Quantum Break is back. People are talking about that right as um, yeah, that was passed away, and it was yeah, like, it's... but it was a licensing thing. They said it was going to come out. It was Lewis Riddick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very strange. It, the timing was just coincidental, but. Uh, it was very strange. I think it was a licensing thing, but that's Microsoft's. Uh... Do they still have that? Cesar, do you remember how that broke down? I know you loved Quantum Break. They when it still came have out. it. That was one of your. It's still the publisher, yeah. Yeah, that big Xbox thing that went on. Quantum Break was one of them. Cesar was all in that show. Like we watched that E3 together. That was it. I mean, it's it's fucking Remedy, man. Yeah, Remedy's I'm, your I'm jam. Day one for Remedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was day one for Remedy when I bought Max Payne. That was the first Remedy game I ever bought. I bought it for launch day. Remedy for life since Max Payne. Mm-hmm. Somebody put up an article, and I, I wish I could say Kotaku or somebody, and they were talking about games of games of 2003, and I had like Kotor and maybe Metroid Prime Two was that year, uh, and then it had a Max Payne, and it was just it was a screenshot from each game, right? And they're talking about best games of 2003, and the Max Payne image that they had was some sort of mod over max Payne. that was not his face in max mm. Payne. i was like i'm looking at this thing and it was a double take like no you're not fooling me this that facial no that facial animation was not there for <laughs> that that game in 2003 it did not exist you are not fooling me oh all right we're gonna segue to games played yep on the games played so sorry you want to start us start us off with a uh, redfall yeah, uh, like I said earlier, I don't know if we recorded or not. I had the uh, with this PC, I had that fucking uh, redeem one month of Game Pass, and since my Game Pass finally re- went out because it would never stack, it was like you can't be a current subscriber. Right, almost like the so, cell phone things. They don't uh, they don't let you have the good benefit on top of you already being mm-hmm. a subscriber. It's like just for new people. Yeah, so I was like, it, every time I turn on the fucking PC, is it prompted me, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I went ahead and just uh, redeemed it and. I, I got like 30 days and then I went ahead and I think that was I think that was the exact night that Redfall came out because there's like Redfall's available and I, I went ahead and downloaded it was like 30 gigs so it took like like four minutes to download and install um uh, and I I literally booted it up I think I put an hour into it it, it went into this weird uh character creation uh where you kind of choose your character in class uh which I don't think I got that far to even figure out what they do with it uh, and then you proceed as the main character to wake up on this boat with this female Dracula-looking person trying you, to hunt you down. Very, 
it's very vampire centric, right? Mm-hmm. Did you pick one of the classes, or did it assign you one, or did you just I, you have pick like one? A it's like character creation. One? Yeah, it's like character okay. creation. You can choose a class, or a, I don't even remember which class I chose. I got to boot it up, man. I literally didn't. I I couldn't get into it. So apparently, they, it doesn't matter. They all play exactly mm. the same. <laughs> I mean, I, he, he, I don't know, man. He throws out a raven, and he like it. It, it flocks to like whatever vampiric things in the room and i can never get it to pull shit off so i was like i don't know man i, I didn't, like i said i didn't really play that long to it because i think he literally you wake up on the boat uh this female vampire character is trying to hunt you down and she gets chased away from like the sun and then you are in the middle of a her, lake her with the like the like how to keep Cel- the celestial Kaze. body yeah I got three different ways I can name the sun in Japanese, but it's the sun, Tayo. Yeah, that's intense. Um, whichever one you want to pick. Um, so you're in this lake with the the water kind of just floating up, and it just it's just sitting there, and you can't leave this island. So it's like as soon as you get on the island, you pick up random weapons to go through, and you run into these people who are like trying to use the chaos from these vampires to take over the island and, and kill as many people as they can so you gotta hunt them down and then you run into your then you, you're supposed to go into the fire station and then that's where you get your first vampire bo- battle he's in the basement and then you rescue the people there and you, you build up a base like it's a home base i literally stopped playing after that it's probably like the first hour <laughs> uh graphically it looks like a older version of dishonored uh it looks like Ooh. dishonored on ps3 but it looks worse uh how it's it doesn't look as detailed. I don't I, I mean, I had everything on Max because I played it on PC. I had everything maxed out. Yeah. Um, I just it, it I don't know. I, I don't know. At least I don't know. It just it just it looks like a that's the worst I can try. It, it plays like Dishonored. It looks like Dishonored, but it just doesn't look as good. It's the the, the art style is weird. It's just I don't know. It's like a, it feels like an older game. Uh. It, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I literally played one hour of it and I couldn't get through it. So I, I, I don't know if I have anything positive to say about the game other than you go and you loot and you shoot and you kill. And the story is pretty generic. You're just trying to survive in that town. So I don't know if it evolves into anything. Because I didn't play that long. I literally played an hour of it. So I don't know if I'm qualified to sit there and shit on it. But, I mean, it just wasn't for me. I can put it that way. Uh, and I, I love Arcane. I love, I love Arcane Studios. Single player is the way to go. Yeah, I love Arcane Studios, man. I love them. I played it. I played Dishonored. I played the the shitty version of Dishonored on PS3, where it took six. Every time I walk into a room, it's fucking loading. It's like the Half Life Two on uh, PS3. Like if I go backwards, I'm loading again. I'm like, fuck! I've been meaning to go backwards. But um, or Half Life on Dreamcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I love Dishonored. I, love, I mean, I love everything from Arcane, uh, like Deathloop, everything they do. I just was this, this a studio? This is the first one from uh, Arcane Austin, which I think was. Uh, recently formed so not, uh right after prey or right around prey because i think they helped with prey or something like that and prey was a good game too so not i'm not gonna not be studio i'm not gonna say mm-hmm. anyone is less than another but just like a you know subsidiaries open like after bioshock you had 2k marin and all these other like subsidiaries that would co-develop stuff so that's that's all i was asking yeah and a lot of those are i don't know if they're still around because what 2k marin was australia i don't even think they make any games anymore. we had 2k shanghai there's a whole bunch of them um it's like EA. EA Studios vanished. And then they went and bought that damn RBA baseball game. And then another big baseball games again. But, um, <laughs> which I looked on the other day. It's like EA Sports, RBA baseball. I was like, what? And I looked it up and they bought them in 2021. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. 
EA uh, has the RBI baseball series now. They they bought they bought the studio in 2021. Yeah, this it says EA Sports I, on the game. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, what what I was not expecting from yeah. this night tonight's podcast. <laughs> I had to go down the fucking rabbit hole. I was like, wait, EA's making baseball games again? And I went in there and looked. Oh, like, oh it's because they bought that studio in 2021, and they own all the RBI, RBI baseball games now. So so I thought I was correct because I'm considering, like I do every season, buying the uh, roster update for MVP 05 for the original Xbox or PS2, buying mm-hmm. that roster update and playing with this year's rosters there are people who did it for rbi baseball for the nes they will get a roster update for that as a rom hack it's like whoa that's you are cool. really yeah. hooked on your 30 plus year old baseball game at this point dedication yeah, there's something wrong with that yeah so uh like i said I've, i literally only played an hour of it it's still sitting on my hard drive i got i don't know like 22 days of finish playing this i don't think i will maybe i don't know man it doesn't just doesn't interest me is it crossplay? Um, I mean, if y'all want to fuck around with it, we can. I, I, I don't have a way to play it currently. I would have to re-up with a certain subscription to try it out. Horrible. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's worth it. I mean, I've always paid less than market value for said subscription. So if it, it if just happens to be worth some it to play this game, I can send you a video. That yeah, some fun I, shenanigans. I don't think it would be. I've been I, talking games with Cesar for. Almost 20 years, so if he says this is his take, I'm pretty... I'm not going to be very far off from his enjoyment. I, look, man, I I like a lot of games that a lot of people don't like. I, this is just not it for me. I just I find it weird that a lot of people were like, oh, the jank's good and shit. This is what I like in my games. So I'm like, I'm on this kind of a stretch, in my opinion, but... But it's not I mean, funny I, stuff like we're laughing about in Skyrim, right? Where the people are dropping from the roof. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's literally, there's literally funny jank. Like I, when I play when I play Grand Theft Auto Four, there's some funny ass jank moments in there. Like it's funny to me because the gang gets locked up in there, and then I was like, but there's nothing. It's just it's there, some of the jank in there's bullshit. Like that the somebody goes up and down the ladder, and I'm I'm sitting there and I, I shoot eighty five bullets until they they're surviving. I'm like I don't I don't get it, yeah. and it's like they're stuck in that whole animation and they're immortal at that point. So I'm like, so it's broken. They're not just bullet sponges. I I think some of it is just it just where the enemies load at sometimes. I think there's certain areas it just doesn't calculate properly. So I mean it's just it's one of those games that they knew they're gonna have to fix up, and that's like now games all nowadays are all like that mostly. Uh, you know they yeah. they release it to a certain point where it's, it's it's broken to an extent, and they just fix it as they go through because every game has a day one patch. So so what what's compelling about uh being there for Redfall day one when you know six weeks later you may have a more compelling experience than well, it's it's almost guaranteed right mm-hmm. at this point you're gonna have a better uh somebody put up a thread of all the apology letters of like oh we're sorry this is performing this way on this platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a it's an automatic release on the PR cycle with whatever game you're coming out with. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Renee's in the chat. He said, how's the AI in the game? And you answered a little bit of that, but it's they're dumb. It's it depends on what difficulty. I think it's better to play it on the hardest difficulty. Because, uh, I mean, when I played it on normal, I was like, this is too easy. I mean, they're just kind of dancing around and everything. So I don't know, man. I I've, I literally played less than an hour. I just couldn't. It wasn't for me. I tried it. I was like, you know, I love Arcane Studios, man. I really do, but this is not for me. I, maybe they, depending on how much they fix it up, I still deep believe deep down in my heart they're going to fucking release this on other platforms after a couple more years. Hopefully it'd be a better game by then, so. Because, I mean, they is are there, a publisher. Is there franchise potential? Because you, I think you above, even the, the two of us will appreciate some sort of story or lore. I mean, we, we kid you about being the lore master in the preamble. But like, is there anything there? Is there any universe building? Is there something I don't think, that 
I don't think I've gotten far enough in there to even to judge the story properly. I mean, you kind of describe Vampire Diaries, the CW show. It kind of looks like that too. It looks like a CW game. Um, so whatever the the version of that would be. So where it's like oh, so not the, the, the TV tie-in. It's no, it's kind of like uh, like it's not good enough to be on NBC, but it's good enough to be on CW. That quality of a TV show. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a game that's marketed as AAA that I feels like double A, uh, but not in the good way. I mean, from from what I'm hearing, (laughs) it it diminishes the effort. I mean, Atomic and Atomic Heart was a double A game, and that because there's moments in there where it looks really fucking good, and there's some moments in there that's pixelated as fuck. I mean, but it plays like Bioshock, which is comforting to me. So you know, it's like and it had more heart than it seems like is behind this. Seems like know. a soul. It seems like a soulless game. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I have to can't really judge the story, but I mean, it's basic. I mean, you you don't know what you're. You just you got to rid this town of vampires. That's what it is. I mean, the, you get this whole little sizzle reel in the beginning where like they find this girl who they're trying to help her, and they ended up just harvesting her blood out of her, and that's how these vampires are created. So like that's pretty much how it is because they were supposed that's to cure her for something, and then they start infecting everybody in this town. So I mean, that's it's like a like it's like a scissor roll like all it just shows like multiple screens like you're watching a video there's no character models there's no growth to get attached to anybody there's no names to the girl who there's nothing it's there's just no weight there's no generic, weight behind investing in any of the scenarios that's why i said I'm, I'm surprised people said the story like the single player is a way to go because it, it's like really marketed like on the co-op aspect like this is kind of like the sides i'm fucking left for dead had more story in it and that was like a co-op game so yeah, all the all of the lead up and everything that I watched was like, okay, you're probably gonna want to be the shotgun class or tank class or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and and like, okay, Cesar is gonna enjoy this, and he's gonna ask me to be the healer or like Brant be the bow person or like there will be these uh, attributes that'll be fun to play through this with with different classes. Nothing. Um. Nothing yet. I don't know. There's a lot of shit that's coming out right now, man. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. So I've only got like 30 days left. So this is only a free trial. Seems like the uh, consensus. There's too many good games out there. Yeah, I mean, we we got, I mean, a big game from Nintendo coming out in four days. So, I mean. Can't wait to have that in my hands because I don't know anyone else uh, that's even. I'm trying like, to. Seen it running on anything. I don't know. I'm about to mute everybody. But, uh. I'm trying to think of anything else at the end of the month. I don't think there's anything else at the end of this month, right? This is like we're just coasting into Zelda and riding outside of the uh, FUGA coming out later. <laughs> so, yeah. What did I have? Uh, I so I looked at the calendar not too long ago, and I my only guarantees. I'm very excited about the summer games, whatever this has turned into the keys and all that. Key three days. Key three. Are we gonna go with key three? Are we just gonna key make three. it key Jeff, three? I'm fine with that. Uh, Jeff Grubb put it on there, and I was like, key three is actually pretty funny and pretty good. I was like, but key he's three. like. Jeff Grubb is also like co-doing his own thing with his games mess thing. So he's, but, but he he's, doesn't he's have done the, it every year. So, and he's on more of the journalist side where Keeley started. Keeley's more in the production bit of it now. Sure. Key three. When key three starts, um, I'm very excited about that, but all I really have, I'm, I'm enjoying my back catalog on steam deck and I'm joining Warzone. If I have free time, I'm playing steam deck or I'm playing Warzone. Uh, Zelda's coming up. And I think my next day one, day one is Final Fantasy 16. And Probably th- here. Yeah. Think you guys are in the same boat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brant. Brant's on the. Brant's. Yeah, Brant's nodding. 
I think I bought the 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 Best Buy version, so I have like 85 steelbooks coming at me now. So <laughs> with the collector's edition. Any, so if you have a spare steelbook, let me know. Uh, yeah, I'll keep a lookout for it. Um, Steel City. Outside of that, uh, tell me about GTA 4. Yeah, because I you sent I, me a sale link and I didn't jump on it, and it's not on sale. I, yeah, because I I, talk, I talked to you and I was like GTA 4 randomly was on sale and I, I saw it and I was like ah man I never beat this game and I'm at this kick right now and uh, playing like on Steam and Steam Deck I like all these old PS3 games like that Deus Ex and uh, uh, Lords of Shadow which I never played back so in the day. So good at those. Uh, oh, I, I have that. I've been wanting to fire that one up. How does that play, play? It plays really good on Steam Deck. Very, very good. So if you haven't beaten it, it's an easy way to play. Because I've been laying in bed and playing like maybe an hour or two. And I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm chugging along. So I heard it's a good uh, game. You have to, you have to like suspend the whole, you know, Metroidvania part of Castlevania. But instead, it's a great game. It's a Fox mm. Engine title. Yeah, which they uh, they patched out all the Kojima stuff out. Of, they patched his name out of there. That was one of the games patched everything in his name. In his name Seriously? Out there, yeah, there's nothing with Kojima in there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My PS3 copy still has the Kojima Productions uh, a logo on there, but on the PC it's completely gone. Um, we're, we're the worst industry with stuff like that. Like, that doesn't happen to film, music. Yeah. We're literally the, the worst. He didn't do the second one. He just did the first one. Oh, you saw me grab. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was the closest one to me. The, the first one's way the fuck back there. Yeah, it's like your uh, it's, it's your your days gone of uh of uh. Oh, it's not that far back because that that's the part of the shelf that fell out. There's the. This is the game Cesar's playing for our yeah. video video listeners. And yeah, I, look I, at them, Kojima Productions with the freaking Foxhound logo mm-hmm. and everything. It's completely gone on the Steam version. Um. Completely patched out. God bless uh, Steam. What do you mean, Cesar? How are you playing on this on Steam? It's two discs on Xbox uh, 360. I think it's only like 10 gigs on Steam deck. Really? Oops. Yeah, I got to check now. Now you got me on here. Is it That's really two decks? That's even more compelling. <laughs> oh, the guide uh, is not in color. Do you remember when you'd get a guide? And it was usually like the platinum hits or something, the greatest hits. And you're like, fuck, they, they, caught, they cut costs here. It's like that. Uh, it's like that. What? what they, you, you ever see those photos online where they uh, end up drawing like the horse and you get the magnificent horse, it's like the early <laughs> yes. generation, and you get the bullshit horse at the end. That's the black and white, and then you get no book. Yes. So we're at the we're at the bullshit horse now, where it's like you're just lazy at the end. Oh, and then I get. I think I have English, French, and Spanish, so I have Controles de Huejo in here, and it's still black and white. It's, I can't even read it in Spanish. It's black and white still. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's fucking 15 gigs, man, on Steam. It's not bad. Yeah. All right, let's um, see what the 360 install was. All right, you needed four megs to save the game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> four Oh, <megabyte> <laughs> uh, I don't know so, what the install is. This was before they started putting that on there. On the back. Yeah. All right, before going to GTA, yeah, I've been playing Lords of Shadow. I think I've gotten to the part I've always stopped on PS3, which is the beginning of Chapter 2. After he meets the the character, was it Zayback or Zayback? which was uh, voiced by uh, Patrick Stewart, which looks like Sean Connery, because I guess if Sean Connery was still doing games at the time, they would have got him to voice it. Uh, he's like was the, Sean Connery doing anything at this time? I he, think he was 100% retired. I mean, he might have been... He was l- done after the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Gentlemen. right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, f- I feel like that's the role they would have gave it to, because like, every time I hear Patrick Stewart talking, I was like, that's Patrick Stewart, but when I look at it, it looks like Sean Connery. But... Um, it's like a borderline, like a, if you ever see Highlander, it's like Highlander. Um, that's what it feels like. So, I, mean, I mean, Patrick the, Stewart's hot off of uh, Oblivion as well at that point. Maybe mm-hmm. a year, maybe two years. 
I mean, Patrick Stewart does everything, man. He's like on American Dad and all this stuff. He does a lot of voiceover work. But uh, <laughs> he plays himself on American Dad, which is awesome. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm at that Wait, point where you... So he's become... Because William Shatner eventually just became like William Shatner, right? Like he's his own yeah. character. So I guess, I guess all Star Trek captains end up... <laughs> Either live long enough to die or become a caricature of your own self. So yeah. I guess uh, Jean-Luc Picard is his own character at this point. Basically. So I think that point where you start out as Gabriel Belmont and he's going through and he's been tasked by the the church to figure out why the people who've died can't in, enter heaven anymore. And so he... he what is the church for there? Then therefore... I don't know. Which please, is funny. Answer me though. Which is what is funny because the, the church sends them to the old gods, which is the pagan gods, to figure out why. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> where is this going? I want to so play you, this you, game. You run into like uh that looks like that monster from Pan's Labyrinth. He's like uh which I think I think is based off that monster. Uh, like not a monster, but the god out there. So he he's uh, gives a way to communicate with the dead in uh, the dreams. So Gabriel talks to his dead wife who has died and can't pass over. So he's like his dead wife where he has to during torment talking to her all the fucking time is the one that's leading him on how to open the gateway to heaven. So when he re- he meets Zabak, which is kind of like an older version in the, that order, uh, he decides like, OK, we're going to do this and we're going to go to all the the evil lands or whatever it's called. Like, so uh, he's going to go to the, the land of the Vikings, and, and Zabak, I think, is going to the land of the vampires. And they're trying to find a way to they're looking for like this key to open the way. Uh, so like that's how just that's how the story starts out. So I think I love now kind of stuff. now I'm in the land of the lichens right now. So I'm, I'm making my way through there. Uh, and I think it's chapter two. I think it's like 16 chapters or something like that. And it's like it's like you min- it looks pretty good on, on Steam Deck. It looks like a, a high res version of a PS3 360 game. Um, And it, it's like you mentioned before, it's not the old Castlevania style. It's kind of like a fixed area one but it has a, a bit of secrets in there so you got to find like a uh, magic gems life gems to give you upgrades scrolls to give you more story background and on some of these uh crusader like characters who perish in these areas uh and it tells you like what they were doing there and how they died and whatnot so um so there's there and there's different times we get different abilities so they expect you to come back sometimes to those area uh, to those levels to get everything so like to get 100 percent in the levels like you have to go through and beat every fucking difficulty on there i'm not doing all that shit so no. uh, i mean but it's like i is i don't know man yeah it's like i'm waiting for the part uh, we've all played games for a long time mm-hmm. right this you went this way and this guy went to go handle this on this way you're gonna hear from him like it didn't go so well over here in uh, what, Vampire. He went on the Vampire side. Yeah, he went to yeah. the Vampire side. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, hey man, you gotta come over. It's not going so hot. Did you? Oh, you beat that boss. Yeah, come on. It's not. Yeah. It's not going well over here. I. It's, I'm trapped. It's like every '90s movie, come. man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like the other guy goes the other way. Man, you can't do shit right, man. It's like oh, <laughs> after you, after you destroy your area, come save my ass. You know, I didn't even get that far. Like oh, whatever, man. So that's as far as I got on that one. Like I said, I've been bound. This one I've actually been bouncing back and forth on PC and Steam Deck. Uh, the cloud saves work pretty well. Transforming. Um, it's a Kojima production side. It is. It is. They, they patched his name out. They patched out the transforming name. It's just called Cloud Saves now. Um, what is his legacy at this point? I mean, he restarted Kojima Productions again. Um, <laughs> as Ludens. I laugh because like, can he do that? It's like, he owns his, it's his fucking name. <laughs> they thought they thought Konami owned his name, but um, <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. We own that name. Uh, <laughs> no Kojima, you can't be a Kojima. 
can't start another Kojima studio. That's not how it works. It stays yeah. over here. Um, conflict of the Kojimas. Yeah, yeah. Kojima, uh, conflict, Kojima interest. Kojima verse. Kojima multiverse. Um, outside of that, like you mentioned before, I have been playing Grand Theft Auto 4, which I don't know might be played better on console because there there is some janky stuff in there even more so than it is on console. So it's like I think some of that game oh. engine runs a little weird on there because it was a games for Windows type thing, and I think they ported it off of it. So it's like now it's like when yeah. you launch it on Steam Deck, you have to create a fucking Rockstar account and then and then sync your Rockstar live account to it before you can even play the game. It won't let you play the game until then. After that, it works flawlessly. Right. And that probably makes it playable instead of verified. So stuff like this, right. uh, Brant. Yeah. Like, um, what was I playing? Jedi Fallen Order. I've not I've not been able to play it offline. I've had to be on Internet for it to. And I guess that makes it playable instead of verified. Yeah. It so, has that EA launcher that you can get past pretty easy, kind of like the Rockstar one, but... I mean, the that, Rockstar that one is literally no joke. just... Yeah, it's just setting up. It's just for the cloud save shit. It's, it's... Oh, man. it's. I don't think I've tried to play it offline, so I don't know if that would run into that issue or not, so... Is Red Dead Redemption 2 the same way? Because I know that's verified. Uh, I How think it is also that Rockstar Social. I think it's what's called Rockstar Social. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think everything on there is Rockstar Social. Yeah, I think they, even that Grand Theft Auto trilogy is on there now. Point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're like they're getting to that part where they said fuck their launcher and they put everything back on Steam, kind of like Ubisoft and EA now. <laughs> everyone, Cause remember yeah, because remember they're like, oh fuck you, Steam, we're gonna do our own launchers, and now everybody's kind of like just circling back to putting their games back on Steam again. Because like now we're getting like uh, Assassin's Creed Unity's just came out on Steam after yep. like what ten fucking years, yep. um, which is funny to me. But I mean, you, you play as uh, was it uh, Nico Bellic who fresh off the boat of. I'm not, I don't remember what country is Eastern Europe. I'm just going to go Eastern European Europe. country. Mm-hmm. It's not Russia. He'll get pissed off if you say Russia. Roman, not Russian. my cousin Roman. That's my only take from yeah. GTA 4. Basically, the I want my bird from uh, Iron Man 2. That's all I remember. He called all, he heard, all the time. All he heard from his uh, cousin Roman's uh, fast cars, mansions, and threesomes every night. Uh, so that's all Iron he Man too. in his letters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, as soon as you get off the boat, you uh, you meet over Roman and you find out like everything he says is a fucking lie. So I mean, he he doesn't have a mansion, he doesn't have multiple women, he only has one girlfriend, and he doesn't right. have the cars he does have is a cab depot. Because the co- the compelling story behind this one was like all the other the other protagonists in the series had been American and like they're trying to hustle their way through the American dream, and this mm-hmm. was someone who was not, and they were promised like right off the rip, they were promised by the cousin. Yeah. I remember so much from this, and it came out a long time ago. Everybody at the job was playing it at the time. It's it's pretty good. I've never gotten that far. I think I'm at, I'm close to the end now. I'm like I'm I'm getting to the part now where it's like some of the missions are bullshit. But yeah, I mean, as you go through it, he, I mean, Nico's is trying to like find his way into. I mean, his Roman is trying to sell him on the American dream. He's not really there for that. So he's like he's not really interested on it. He's he's like I ran away from something. That's why I'm here. Really, that's why he took the opportunity to come to. Liberty City in America is because he needed to get away. He's not because he's trying to live the American dream. Roman's always trying to sell it to him. Yeah. Um, and th- that's how it kind of gets to start. And so as you go through, he doesn't really open up until some point where they run into Vlad, who they started getting into trouble. And then they and started getting pulled into like this gangster terrorism type lifestyle. And so they end up running to this guy. Not in the Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah. They run into this crazy guy called Vlad. And I mean, they end up having to kill Vlad because Vlad was going to kill roman and his cousin and all that and so from that point he opens up that um 
basically he was after the war in Eastern Europe, he was on a mission to he, he worked for some guys like a general where he was supposed to, he was basically selling people in slavery and stuff like that. Uh, and he ended up having to go do a mission in Italy and they got betrayed. And so all of them died. There's like 15 of them. All of them died, but three of them. And he knows he's not the one who sold him out. So he's looking for the other two. And one of those one of those other two are in Liberty City. And that's why he came to Liberty City. He's trying to find that guy, get his revenge. And so that's the the whole reason why he's there. Yeah. Um, And as you go through uh, Vlad and he had like Dimitri and all that, you end up getting betrayed again, like any other Grand Theft Auto multiple times. And then you find out that the general who who the guy he was running away from that said he owed him a whole bunch of money because of that failed uh, heist that they were supposed to be doing. Uh, is there and he's trying to kill Nico now. So now he ends up, I think he ends up burning like his cousin's house, his uh, cab depot and destroys everything his cousin worked for because his cousin was pissed. He's like, he said, it might have been shit. I lied a lot, but it took me 10 years. To, and he's like, I he's like, I bought my first cab. I slept in that building under the desk. I didn't even have an apartment. And now it's all gone. And so Nico's like, I right, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to get back on this. I'm Because I, I like because Roman's the one that's trying to be like the angel type things like, no, 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 let's just get out of here. Was just run and hide. And, and Nico's like, no, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to take this general guy. Out. I'm going to find out who sold me out. And so as you go through all these uh, confidence, as you go uh, confidants that you do these missions for, it leads you closer into um, trying to figure out who sold him out and him getting his revenge on this, this general who says he owes him money, but he never did. So it's like, um, that's pretty much the story. A revenge tale. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know you're a, a friend, a fan of heist tales, but I think Revenge is up there too. Revenge is good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not really heist in this one, like uh, Counting Monte Cristo style. Mm-hmm. So, outside of that, it plays fine on PC. I mean, it doesn't look great. Uh, I mean, it looks great for the, the age it came out on there. It probably looks better on like a center TV because that's what it's designed for. Because I mean, if you ever see game design on, on PC versus a television. Uh, PC, you know, uh, like game console games, you know, the graphically they're detailed enough where you're supposed to sit far away from the TV and it looks good. Uh, PC is an opposite, you know, PC is detailed enough where yeah. you're supposed to look closely to it and it looks good. Though you have these weird games that are developed on console centric and imported over the PC sometimes are not done well. So it's one of those situations where I think it looks better playing on a console than it does on a TV. It does, it does look good on the smaller resolution on the Steam Deck. That's probably the way yeah. to go. But like going back and forth for me on PC and Steam Deck, I think Steam Deck's the better way to look on there graphically. And that, um, that used to be the difference between like standard definition and high definition, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, I think that's interesting. That, that 720p standpoint on there does work oh, really well. So how would it look on a CRT? One wonders. Probably Should one have a copy of this game on yeah. PS3 and component cable sent a CRT? I wonder uh, if it supports full screen. It came out in the time that it should have, right? It, yeah, I think it does because I think when I cycle through there, it has four by three, sixteen by nine, sixteen by ten on my. Yeah, so it does do four by three. Excellent. So, yeah. So I mean, outside of that, it, it, on PC, there's the jank still there. So like, uh, there's moments where I'm laughing because there's like four people walking into each other in the street, and they're like hitting the same thing. It's, like, four <laughs> people just humping each other. Uh, there's missions Early where I am. <laughs> I was missions where like uh, we're on the rooftop and we're like we gotta get away and then like the guy who's ch- running with me is stuck in the stairs and I'm like all right dude he's like don't leave me and I'm like I have to go all out there and I have to like kind of like push him <laughs> yeah. to get out get unstuck and then he goes okay and he starts running down the stairs so uh, there's a lot of that jank in there too uh, that or I'm just walking walking around and I see a car just randomly running people down or hitting the pole and I'm like what the fuck's happening over here and I was like I had nothing to do with it it's like this, 
it's like uh i guess i don't know if i would say it's an accurate thing in new york but uh which is the game's based off of but i mean I, it, there's janky stuff in there that's funny uh there's redfall janky stuff is not funny it's just irritating um i'm getting close to the end because now i'm at the point where almost all the weapons are unlocked and it's putting me in bullshit situations now i have like two confidants that are fighting each other and it's like all right get my coke and i went in there and i shoot this is the mission i'm on it's fucking it's pissing me off because i've been doing it for like the last two hours it's like i gotta go into this abandoned hospital and murder everybody from the lost and the dam in there who has their own expansion and who also the leader also shows up in grand theft auto 5 but that's another story oh um i didn't know they had a connection like that yeah yeah yeah. he 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 was a supposedly a badass in this game, but then he's a he, the loser in the Grand Theft Auto Five. But um, is this the one with the the ballad of Gay Tony? Yeah. Is this one yeah. of the expansions? Okay. Yeah. Is that They're automatically and, the, and ballad of Gay Tony are both on, uh, part of this collection? Yeah. Is that automatically there? Um, you, when you go up to the menu, you have to left the left hand. There's separated. And the left hand side is a regular game, and then the okay. right hand side is the episodes of uh, Liberty City. Okay. So, I, uh, I don't want to derail you, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm playing Skyrim Special Edition, which comes with like Dawn Guard and Hearthfire and Dragonborn, I think are the three expansions. And they're delivered via somebody runs up and brings me a letter and it's like, go to this ship on this part of the island. And I know that's the expansion or okay. you should go meet up with this group of people. They're called the Dawn Guard. They're after uh, vampires. I'm like, OK, that's going to start that whole that like quest. expansion quest. Yeah, like it's a whole separate thing. But they. They integrated it into the game. It's just kind of awkward, kind of how it delivers. So I wondered how GTA 4 did that. It's not like a Final Fantasy 14 where I, like, I'm Marcus Brody, where I get lost in my own museum. I'm over here going to different <laughs> lands. I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying to find the story, and the story can't find me. And I'm like, uh, so <laughs> the story like, can't find me. Everybody <laughs> loves the story. <laughs> I'm walking around like, where's the fucking story? To see people dancing around. I was like, I don't get it. And it's like, and I was like, go meet this guy. And it's like across another fucking continent. So I'm over here riding on the fucking ship for like three hours. I'm like, oh my god. That's MMOs. Uh, you just summarized <laughs> all MMOs I've ever played. Yeah, I mean, I basically have to find somebody like, oh, go over here, oh, go over there, and then just ruin the game for me. So I'm like, I'm, it, you know, that that balance of trying to like, yeah, I don't, know, fuck, <laughs> I don't have time MMOs. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're well, yeah, skipping MMOs. But uh, yeah, so I'm on this mission now. So I wipe everybody up in the in the building, and then they have every fucking police vehicle in the Mer- and and the world just flying over there like a helicopter. And it's like, all right, now I got to shoot my way out with the police. And like, I can never get out there. I was like, I thought I was smart. Like before before we started recording, I thought I was good. I was like, all right. I I walked around the building. I planned ahead, and I was like, all right, I can get over here, get in the water, and I'll be good. Jump in the water. The fucking boat wouldn't let me in, and I started swimming. And the swimming in GTA is not like swimming in Modern Warfare. Uh, you always die in the water. Because I literally just, they keep gunning me down there no matter where that's I go. exactly like <laughs> swimming in I, the I don't, I mean, I... Actually, I, we live, that's Brant's MO. We, yeah. we live in the water. Modern Warfare, I feel like I have a better chance. Like, this, I have no chance. I'm like, it's literally... Michael Phelps. Like, I, I tried, man. There's like freaking, there's like Miami Vice boats coming at me. There's like four of them. I'm like, dude, there's only one guy. And I was like, I only had three stars. How's there four boats in the water? And the helicopter shooting down <laughs> oh there. So I'm like, it's, it's like overkill. So I was like, I, I'm at this part and then I have to do the whole mission all over again where I got to go in there and murder everybody in there, steal the drugs back, and then figure a way out by killing all these cops. It's like, oh my God. Just it's it's take that, the drugs. This is what the game's trying to tell you. This is a Nancy I, Reagan plan. I could maybe just do other missions and maybe because i mean i think this this is the game where they finally started where like you can like you don't have to do everything so like if there's people who give you yeah. missions you don't have to do it for them and they can just die so like if you want to get like the best ending quotations around best ending it's like you try to bring everybody alive with you uh outside of the dimitri and general 
I don't but, know why I went. I mean, this is 2023. You can just look those up on YouTube if you wanted to, <laughs> and make it make it to whatever ending you got to. I think there's a cheat menu. I'm debating whether I'm just gonna turn on cheats and just like just get through this part just so I can fucking get done. Because I'm literally yeah. right towards the end of this game, man. I'm like, I've got to all five fucking boroughs. I'm like, I'm I'm almost there. I'm I'm only like, I've only put like 14 hours into it. It's not that long. So, so does this feel like? And I remember when this came out, it was. It was like an HDified version of the previous three, but they added much more realism, and then they scaled back a bunch of systems. So almost like uh, you were talking about, somebody was talking about the sports games of like NFL 2K mm-hmm. of that generation. Uh, famously, Madden 06 for the 360 when it came out was way worse for 360 than it was for any of the other, you know, GameCube, Xbox, PS2. It had way less features. It didn't have the truck stick or whatever the new like defensive thing they added that year was. So it looked better, but that was not the definitive version of Madden that year. And I, I think like looking back, it was more of a segue GTA. But um, like, do you feel any of those systems are are scaled back from San Andreas or like Turf Wars or? It, I mean, I know it added as much as it subtracted. I mean, so it, it's sort of like a give and take thing, and it, it ended up being a segue onto greater things. I mean, there, there was none of that bits where you had in San Andreas where you can do, like, the body lifting, the cosmetic stuff. Like, he, I mean, you Hot know, CJ, CJ would come up there, like, so, no, there was warm coffee in this one. But uh, there's, uh, I got really? the they, for that they one. Really? Yeah. They embraced oh, yeah, the hot I'm, coffee? I'm, yeah, it's like nonstop, like, oh, do we here? I was like, I'm sitting here like, oh, my God. I had to sit there turn the volume down on the TV, but um, on the on the PC. I was like, I can't be playing Renee's GTA Renee's beating on your wall. Renee's like, turn that shit down. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting over there in uh in Walmart playing on my Steam Deck as they I hear the moaning <laughs> coming from here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my bad, everybody. It's just, it's just a bit. It'll pass over. Just yeah. everybody's chill. It, it's it'll fine. Get there. Uh, she's just refilling my health. It's okay. Yep. You don't see anything, but you just hear everything. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's like the God of War mini games. Did you yeah. did you play God of War? You remember the whole? Yeah. I mean, those were a little bit more graphic, but uh. But yeah, I mean, you don't have all those little weird cosmetic things on there. You don't have the variety where you can ride a bicycle. I think it was like a middle ground. I don't think it scaled back too much. Um, but I think there was a lot of stuff that they didn't implement into like uh, I think GTA five is where the, you know they implement all that stuff back in there with like yeah. random bullshit you can do. Like this one you can play darts, play pool, get drunk. Drunk driving is the worst thing ever, and I did the dumbest thing and get onto a, a motorcycle and it's just a fucking nightmare. Just me just going zigzagging all over the place. And it's like I can you barely drive a motorcycle. Like, uh, sea of Thieves. Maybe. Uh, it was worse than that. No, it's worse than that. Holy shit! It's like I'm. I'm. I, it's bad. I'm like it's unplayable. I, like I had to do a mission where he had to get drunk. It's like this is bullshit. I almost quit the mission. It's, it's unplayable. Because like there's like 85 cops trying to pull me over, and I'm like, oh my god, I just don't want to do this, man. I just want to get in the cab and just take me there, but it won't let me get on the cab. I knew um, you were having fun with this. I'm so mad at myself for not getting it when it was on sale. And I don't I'm have sure. it. I'm looking back here. I have. I have like Xbox 360 A through G back here, and I do not. I have a sealed copy of San Andreas for some reason for 360, and what was that other one? Oh, I have GTA 5, and I'm like, what? I know I played this on 360. I must have got rid of it at some point. Yeah, it might have been one of those weird ones where like, ah, oh, so many copies, I'll buy it again. But eight gig, uh, eight gig install for GTA 5 for 360 with two discs. I don't listen to any of the the licensed music radios to this. Oh, God. As Goodwill and Goodwill noted, like, hey, make sure you sell that guy the two discs. It's got two of them. It's in sleeve 147. <laughs> hey, it could be worse, but like, oh, you figure it out. Here you go. 
This is the back in the day of install discs. Do they still have? I feel like something recently had an install disc to it. Uh, I think what was it? Uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, that might be one of Cyberpunk them. That might be one of them. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, I think, has one also. It's yep. two discs, two Blu-rays, two good illustrations. Uh, but yeah, I, the other thing I'll, I'll add on there is I, I don't listen to too much of the licensed music, which gets patched out ever so often when the licensing goes bad. Yeah. I do listen to the the ripoff NPR thing on there, which is called a uh, PLR. Oh yeah, yeah, the remake. Brent is, uh, showing us uh, Final Fantasy VII remake had an uh, install yeah, disc, right? Data on PS4, disc. Data Disc. And then that the, or they, Data. God bless data the Data Disc and a Play Disc. So. Yeah. God bless the PS5 with Ultra HD, and I think it's just on one disc. But uh, everything. Um, hundred gigs. Yeah, I listen to the PLR, which is like their bullshit version of NPR, and it's like their skits on there are still funny as hell, man. It, like you hear the stuff that happened at that time. It's like everything is either yeah. HMO, healthcare, terrorism. That's it. That's like the biggest things they talked about, and that's the stuff that probably was big at the time when this game came out. You know, like, like it's like it's like bits on there. It's like who wants. It's like this is ridiculous that you don't want to pay thirty thousand dollars for the surgery. So why should we give this out to free for everybody? It's like that whole. It's like that's whole conversation yeah. on there they have on there. Like you should fill out all these forms and maybe survive long enough to get the surgery. It's like what? What are we like a communist nation? It's like we're going to be speaking. What was it like we're going to be speaking Russian and then Cuban? It was. I was like because I, I always shake my head because like we're going to speak Russian or Cuban. It's like Cuban's not a language. Uh, but um, like it's it's dumb bits like that on there. It's like it's it's bad. It's like it's it's satire, but it's it's still. Some of them are funny and some of them are cringe. So, but it's like, I don't know. But they're like, it's historical satire. Like, we're going to look at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that was that 2007 or 8? 2008? Mm -hmm. We will look back at that just like we do an SNL skit or some other type of uh, comedic viewpoint of what was going on then. I think that was like healthcare.gov and stuff. It was that same. There were bits. Where you had like the fake Obama playing Call of Duty, where he's like, "Hey kids, uh, make sure you go to healthcare.gov and check out those healthcare plans." <laughs> yep, yep, you absolutely right. I was, I was playing, so I guess GTA Five satire is a little more recent, but I would listen to those radio stations. The last time I was playing it, I was like, eh, "Some of the stuff is still pretty spot on. <laughs> it's yeah. not too far." I mean, the healthcare thing is still not too far removed. <laughs> we have, we still haven't fixed it. That, that's why I'm kind of worried about this new GTA that's coming out because I, I know the Housers have nothing to do with it. And they've had their hand in all these ones, and you know they. It's true. One of the brothers have always written the script for all these Grand Theft Auto. So yeah. like I'm kind of curious to see where since they both left Rockstar, I'm kind of curious to see where the direction this game's going to go since they don't have that that force anymore. There's so. so much of a template there, and that's I hate to say it, but the campaign's not your money maker anymore, right? Like that's. It's online, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to release the story for reviewers, and I, I know that data's out there, like 15% of people who finish the campaign or whatever those numbers are versus engage in online and buy mm-hmm. sh- great white shark codes and <laughs> cards and stuff like that. Small they percentage. Get those shark bundles with your Grand Theft Auto Five purchase as they re-release them 85 times with a shark bundle. Yeah, remember, that was the reason it was on MPD for so long. We kept mm. talking about it in MPD, like physical sales was because All they would bundle cards. it with the shark cards. Yeah, Bundles, yeah. yeah get, this, get this Lamborghini that you can fly out the plane and never use a game again as you destroy it. We laughed if, five if you years don't ago. Sa- if you don't save it in your garage, it's gone. Um, 
we laughed five years ago. We were like, this is dumb. This this won't last. And it's 2023. It's I've five years not, later. It's, they're still selling. I've not put one minute in Grand Theft Auto Online. I've not put one minute in. I've never fired it up. I can Me admit. Either. And my only interaction with it is watching that guy's video that every year he pops into PS3 Online and checks out, like, <laughs> why are you playing this? I think Brent knows this guy, too. I, yeah. think, I think, Brent, you sent it to me the first time, and then we all shared it here. Why are you still playing uh, first Black Ops? You know you know, there's Black Ops 4, right? Oh, God, Black Ops, <laughs> Black Ops Cold War. Black Ops 1 is good, man. A single player is good. I almost bought it on Steam because it was like $20. I was like, do I need like, a fifth all copy 20. of Black Ops? Yeah. yeah, I just got to looking at them, too, and I've got World... I've got World War Two. I've got that one on Steam through Humble Bundle. I, yeah, same same here. I, that's the yeah. one I've got too. So every time it's like I haven't played that one, but I, then I saw Infinite on sale and I was like, oh, Cesar always talks about. Uh, Infinite's good, man. I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I went, I, I went like you. I went through the whole Activision bundle. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck. But I was like, I would fucking buy Black Ops, man. I love Black Ops. That's too much. That single player on there is good, man. Too much to play already, and they got me with Klonoa. I got to thinking about you guys, and I was like, hell, it want me to support Klonoa. I got I to gotta get it while it's on sale. <laughs> Another platform of Klonoa. I, I just I just bought those uh, Grandia games on uh, Humble Bundle, so. I might get the first one. I've got the second I one on, like, three platforms already. last week. On Switch, on Switch probably. Yeah. See, I feel like I, I bought that SKU like three years ago. How is that? Like, yeah. was it reprinted on somebody else's? Uh, PlayAsia did a reprint. I think it's okay, uh, from Red Red Arcs Red Game Red Arcs Arcsis Games that did the the reprint for okay. Hong Kong. Hey, I uh, find out tomorrow if I'm in the next uh, VGP printing of the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters because uh, I think I've settled on playing those instead of doing the Steam ones until the Steam ones get an update. Yeah, this is once again. I'm ready to get. Yeah. I'm ready to give my money to corporations, but uh, they're not. It's not. There's no parity amongst these different they, SKUs. So. Then they said they sold like two million copies. I was like, you need to release more old shit, man. Fucking hell. I mean, bastards. Who would have thought? People love old games and All old right. games. This generation, like my kids, they don't know old games from new games. It's just a historical context that I tell them. Oh, this one came out 30 years before the one you know. So before I kick it over to you guys and finish up, I'm done. But the Grandia and the Humble Bundle. Because I forgot, me and, I know I don't know about you, Brand, but I know me and Richard are members of the Humble Bundle. So it's uh, careful here, Cesar. I've spent extra, a lot of money recently. It's an extra ten percent off. So I ended up. I've never seen it lower than nine ninety nine. But with the Humble Bundle and our and our discount, it was seven ninety nine. So I bought both. So I was like, that's the lowest it's ever been. They were it's never been seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine each. Yeah, they've never been less than ten dollars each. So I ended up buying both because it's normally twenty dollars, and they've always been on sale for nine ninety nine. Now, that's why I never jump because like it's always nine ninety nine. But when I went to Humble Bundle today, it's like fuck seven ninety nine. I'm buying both. That's how I ended, up paying, I ended up paying like sixteen bucks for both. So Renee says we sound like comics. How do we sound like comics? I don't know. Sales maybe, maybe? or reprints? Yeah, he's talking about reprints. Yeah, it feels like that sometimes. But that's it for me, guys. I'll kick it over to you. But if you yeah, if you're gonna grindy it up, uh, what's funny is I did play Grindia too. And I played it on the widescreen. And so for whatever reason, that game's made 4x3, which not whatever reason. That's the way the game was designed. Excuse me. It's a, it's the a game dream, is designed yeah, by 4x3. It's a Dreamcast game. Right. So it's weird when I play it because, like, it cuts. It's widescreen. It, the game's designed for widescreen, but it cuts off on the sides for whatever reason, the 4x3 parts. So, like, you get the fade to black when it does the transition in the scenes. So the funny part was, like, and whatever on the left and the right, stays the same as the original background. So I still see the force and all that bullshit on there. So I got into a bit where Ryoto uh, was, uh, he just got paid for the job he just did and they hate on him, right? Those, the village like, oh, you're garbage. 
And so they walked off the screen on the normal size one, and then they got to the very edge, and they sat there on the very edge. And they stayed there because it was supposed to be cut off, but I got that yep. cut off part. So they're just standing there like this when their story bit's there and just sitting there. So it's like, but in the original game of four by three, you know, they're off the screen. So it's like, you, I, I'm getting weird. Uh, yank, You're getting uh, out of bounds. Janky stuff. Oh, yeah. It was pretty funny because they're just standing like this. And the, I was like, oh, what the fuck are they doing over there? It's like, it's because it's not supposed to be a widescreen game, but yeah. I'm getting like all the extra bullshit. But the like game that. rendered, they rendered them being off screen, but not, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I didn't play it at widescreen, they would have been off screen. So like, but it's yeah. like, I saw their bodies just sitting there on the left hand side. They're just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. Like, That's worse God, somehow. God, God bless PC gaming, man. You see bullshit like that. And I was like, that's why the console experience is a lot times better because you don't have to deal with the janky stuff on there. But that's just no, my opinion. No options, no customization. Just But I haven't, played this, I haven't played them on Steam Deck. I don't know if they're Steam Deck compatible, but uh, they may or may not be. But um, it does look good on the 16X. So it, it looks better than when I played on my uh, Switch. There were some updates for that Steam one, I think. The, the, yeah, they but came out with the anniversary edition. Yeah. I think it launched not so great, but I think it's been patched. Yeah, it's point. a lot better now. It's, it's it's worth it now at this point. So, yep. all right, I'm gonna kick it to whoever wants to go next. So, I'll briefly touch because I think uh, Brant's gonna have the grand finale now that he may or may not have hands on his deck or hands on someone else's deck. Uh, played some more Skyrim. I've started to get sidetracked from the main quest. Um, it's I thought I beat it. Did I talk about that last week? No. Okay, so I thought I beat Skyrim. <laughs> uh, it's all been gearing towards this big baddie, and you've got to learn a certain amount of things, and you need to uh, know something to take on the big baddie. Uh, it all led towards, like, you're basically in Bowser's castle, right? And there's a really cool... Cesar, I know along with Heist, you're a big fan of, like, time twists and multiverse-type things. Always. And there, there was an awesome, awesome time twist thing. And I won't go into story details about it, but all of a sudden I was like a window to uh, another event. And I hear one of the voice, I hear one of the characters, there's three characters in front of me and you can't do anything but watch. And it's like a, it's probably like a 10 minute scene that you're just standing there and you're observing what happened because it, it leads into what you, what you needed to learn from being in this situation. And I hear this guy and the first thing he says, I'm like, I know who this is, who the fuck is this? And by this, probably the second or third sentence, I'm like, this is the Colonel from Metal Gear. And I, I look up this character because he's not in the game. He's not the rest of the game. It's like, a, like I said, it's a time bending type sequence. So I've, I haven't encountered him before. And I'm like, it's a fucking Colonel. <laughs> Paul Edling, I think is his name. Mm. Edling. Yeah, it's the Colonel. And then who else is he? It's uh, he's somebody else. in is he Major Zero in Snake Eater? Yeah, he's he's like the first iteration of the colonel. It's also, uh, he's like the grandfather in Ben Ten. Really, he did yeah. that voice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa. So I hear this, and it's just like it takes me out of. I hear that voice actor. We all we all had these voice actors right across like games and anime and stuff. It's like I know who you are, and then immediately I'm like, just the fucking colonel, but he's in robes and he's like trying to throw stuff at a dragon. <laughs> this is not the colonel I know. Um. The I've touched on there's a political conflict as soon as, soon as you start playing Skyrim, Skyrim, you're caught up in the political conflict. So they try to make you immediately pick a side. It's a very loose affiliation. You don't have to follow either one of those. You can decide whether you want to be basically it's the rebels versus the empire. And I've not 
neither one of their causes has really spoken to me in this playthrough as far as, man, I really really want to see where this story goes concerning this side quest, or I'll uh, suit up with uh, this side and go do these missions that they want me to do. It just never, it was never compelling enough. I, d- I didn't care. And they, the characters will talk about, oh, we don't want to side with the Stormcloaks. We don't want to side with the Imperials. And I'm just like, who okay, cares? There's fucking dragons everywhere. They're killing people. <laughs> Let's move along. And so the story has actually finally caught up to that where um, I'm kind of forcing their hand to where they have to figure something out because of the dragons. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've done the two bits I need to do there, and I'm going to go... Um, there's been some stewards of the voice, which if you've seen any of the Skyrim marketing over the past 12 years, uh, they have shouts, the Fus Roda thing. So your character has these shouts that they do, which Let is it all out. Yeah. Shout it all out. The fa- uh, famous tears for fears uh, shouts <laughs> that they teach you. Um, but it's like the dragon's tongue and you're the dragon born and you can speak the dragon's language and you can talk to the dragons and why are the dragons back? And now you're all of a sudden here. So there's that, that's part of the story intrigue too. So, um, it was actually a really cool, uh, I've looked at how certain missions would play out if I were to side a certain way or to decide to, uh, be more influenced by some of the dialogue decisions. Cause it can really go certain ways. Um, but these stalwarts that I was talking about, uh, of, the voice of having that dragon speak they're called the graybeards and they're uh they live high up on this mountain and they initially teach you some of your shouts and they they fill in some of the lore gaps as to why you are who you are and the reason the dragons can talk to you and that sort of stuff so um it seems like they're above all of the political conflict so that's where the story is kind of headed is we're gonna send these neutral these hostile parties to a neutral party and see if we can figure things out. So, um, I know where the bad guys at, I don't know how to get there. I think this is part of figuring out how to get there. I also stumbled into, uh, a person on the side of the mountain who all of a sudden is like this archer expert. So I was able to level up really fast with my archery skill, which is my jam. Um, I turned a corner with, so I've always had my house Carl with me. Her name's Lydia. It's like the first one they give you. And she fights alongside me. Uh, and she helps pick up the slack because every bow from like the first one up to this point, And I think I'm close to 25 hours in this game at this point. It's so slow to, uh, and I've, I've unlocked like an ability to slow down time. So as somebody's moving, I can slow down time and, and my, draw my bow out, but it's not like I draw the bow faster. It's all in the same time the same time as slowing down their movements but i just unlocked 30 percent faster bow time which is like a drastic change so i haven't died in a long time except for stupid shit like jumping off a mountain or something which uh i was telling friend of the show russell earlier i'm i'm almost scared because i've played so much of this and part of my interaction with breath of the wild was like oh god this is like skyrim but zelda and i love it you know, am I going to be ready for another one of those? But I remember from Breath of the Wild, there were so many times where you'd be somewhere and it's like, OK, I can just float from here. Like I just jump down and have the parasail thing. And that's killing me in Skyrim because I'm like, oh, God, I got to fast travel somewhere. I got to slowly walk down this mountain because the fall damage in Skyrim is worse than Halo. I would say if you <laughs> my guy's like, oh, every time every time you fall off like a rock, it's like, oh. 
uh, Cesar, you remember the early days of PUBG when you'd be like in the Jeep and everybody's got full health and level three vests and everything, and you hit a rock and the whole fucking Jeep just like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, when we play Modern Warfare and we jump out the plane, we took a hit in the yes. armor, remember? They finally <laughs> patched that out, didn't they? Because yeah. we don't, that doesn't happen anymore, right? Oh no, well, it still does. Oh, you always start with a... two. Yeah. Yeah, you start with two and then they have I think the they potential... just pass out the damage because I was like, oh, I was like, what do I always get hit when I get out the plane? It's like, they changed like, the vest, so we had like a level three vest, which gave you the three tiers. Then they got rid of those, and you would just level up that regular vest to three tiers. And then yeah. they came out with the new one that has like the two supersets of it. But in my experience, you die just as fucking fast with yeah. that thing as you do with the. It does not matter. You see how much fucking modern war Warzone has changed, and fucking Halo Infinite has not. Warzone just we, we've been hooked for what four months, three yeah. months, January, February. Yeah, and it's a drastically different, better game. Still the same, still I fun. Mean, always, always updates. Yeah, you can play. As, you can play as Kevin Durant now as an operator. You can play as a shredder, <laughs> the legendary shredder. Uh, but that's it for Skyrim. I talked way more about that than I thought I was going to. Uh, and then Warzone. Um, we had some matches here and there. We played some today. Probably seven or eight matches of like top five, a ninth place here or there, and then we won. Uh, what's six o'clock about two hours before recording uh myself young brant friend of the show russell and friend of the show dale we did the quads our new so assessor you'll like this our new strategy is land on assessor you gotta you gotta win this weekend uh without killing anybody i heard you were just wandering around and somebody died in the gas yeah (laughs) i heard this tale we had a very we had a very similar story yeah, the, um, the canal gassing. Oh, because we got one. Did we get one yesterday? The same type thing? I I lost power, so I don't know what happened. So. Yep. So that's our yeah. drop. Did we won that one? <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I was watching. I was I was, was spectating Cesar. He was, he was like, scoped yep. in on somebody. And I saw the guy leave, and he was still scoped in. And then I saw somebody else, like, walk in, like, walk right into his scope, and then yeah. walk out. And I, the whole time, I'm like, Cesar, take the shot. Take the yeah. shot. You dropped yesterday. Yeah. So the win yesterday uh, that they're talking about, we kind of creep up. No, we got back-to-back wins. Y'all were part of the yeah. first win. And then I was, I got the second one just by surviving. So you guys came out of the water on the first one. And actually, Cesar and I got killed coming out of the water. And Brant, the, there's three guys that killed me and Cesar looking over the edge. And we're down. And I'm like, Brant, there's three guys. There's a whole squad. They're a whole team. And it was like less than 30 seconds. Brant had bobbed and weaved through the buildings. And then, because we're watching him, we see somebody to the right. And I know as soon as you down that person, I'm like, there's three behind him or two behind him. They're just, they're going to come running up there. And I wasn't paying attention to the teams, just like the one today. But as soon as you down him, that victory thing goes across. I'm like, yes. (laughs) And uh, just like today's, that win we got, if you look at that clip, there's two teams and five people. So I usually am pretty good at glancing up there, but we were like super dramatic coming out of the canal and we like we ran up the hill and I jumped over this this fence post and I'm laying into somebody and I drop them. But if we had seen it would have been we would have known it was 4v1. Yeah. And uh, I was like, who? we were running up there and both uh, Dale and Russell were like, we're not going to make it. They're in the gas. They're in the gas choking in the gas. Me and you were just trying to figure out where to get up and jump on that hill. Cesar, I don't know what they changed in like the past two days, but the gas is way more intense than it was before. And I found out today you cannot put on a gas mask in the gas. You have to get out of there to equip that gas, uh, the, the gas mask. 
Like a I second, tried doing a second yeah, one. The second one. Once your first one busts, you have to get out of there to put that other one on. I found that out the hard way because I thought I was going to die and we ended up winning that one. It did not. Uh, that was the one yesterday. That one did not. And I'm just wandering around. I didn't even get a kill. It just popped up. <laughs> I was getting matrixed out of this house. All the walls were in front of me. I was like, oh, I'm going to die here. And I self revived one time. And then uh, all of a sudden we get the victory scroll. So that was a good time. Warzone. Warzone is awesome. Haven't paid for a, a single thing this season and can't tell the difference. All right. We're well into two hours at this point. Yeah. Brent, bring us home. I talked way uh, too long. I'm going to go over just a few things real quick. Uh, first, uh, Resident Evil 4. Um, finish it? Thought I would finish it. Got a couple corrections. It is not 14 chapters. I don't know where I picked that up. Uh-huh. It's 16 chapters. Oh. So to my... To my dismay, I was like, I, th- I was like, to my oh, dismay. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right at the this. You know, this has to be the end. I even got to a part where you have one of those um, elevators that kind of goes up the hill sideways. I was like, I remember that. I think that's like right here at the end. And I had I had sold all my gems and jewelry and extra crap to the uh, merchant. And then all of a sudden I get to the end part. There's a. um a uh, cut scene and then end of chapter and it goes on. I'm like, wait, what the hell? This is so not I, the end. I remember I, I look up and well, there is stuff that hadn't happened and I just hadn't thought of it. There's there's 16 chapters and all mm-hmm. uh, the other note. Uh, the rocket launcher is not one of those things where you buy it once and you're good and you you get uh, one rocket per chapter. Like I thought I had heard that somewhere. Uh, no, you this use podcast. it. You use it one time and it is it is gone. You have you can buy it next chapter if you'd Ooh. like. But one it time is, use. It is oh. eighty. It is eighty thousand, and it is one time use. Ooh. Well, I'm I, glad you told me that, Brand, because I'll I, I'll save mine to the very end. I, no I refills. Bought it, I bought it twice. Um, that's, because that's I used the worst it, story I ever heard in my life. I used it uh against one boss. Uh, you get an achievement for that as well, so I don't know if you want to okay. do it just for the achievement. Uh, and then I got I just, to the I want to survive. That's the only reason I want to do it. Yeah, I got I got farther into the story. Um, fuck um, regenerators. I like somewhat forgot about them. And then as soon as I ran into them, I'm like, oh god, these fucking things. Um, and then uh, fuck Krauser. I hated Krauser. He was another he was another one. I went through like several stages. His fight is a little bit different in this one. And it got to the end stage and. Doing it like two times and he just is like freaking fast and and his quick time events kind of thing happens. And is it Jack it kept Krauser? fucking me up. Name's yeah. familiar so, for some reason. Okay. So I I that was my second um, RPG. Literally, like that 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 fight you just started. Wanted to be done. Bop, done. Yeah. I don't know. I, you, I've, been, I, I've been saving my uh, my my Magnum ammo for that. Like I haven't used any of that ammo yet. So no, I've 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 used my Magnum quite a bit. Um, Is that hard to come by too? Like the rockets? It's you find it every now and then, um, but and you can craft it too, of course. Um, that's one that I I just make my own ammo at home. Um. But I've gotten to I'm in the middle of chapter so, 15, so I'm closer to the end. Um, yeah. The difficulty has it seems like it has ramped up more 
right here toward these last couple chapters because I'm just it's getting to the point where like I'm running out of ammo a hell of a lot more. It's, it's like, living up to the Resident Evil name now. Yeah, it's it's like I, this is the only Resident Evil I've ever beaten is the original. I just I'm, remember it going yeah. on and on. Like I thought I beat it. I thought I beat it. I thought I beat it. Just kept I'm, going. I'm at this point where there are like waves and waves of enemies. I'm working my way up this little hill, and then I get rid of all those enemies, and then I get up to there's like these two buildings on either side of me and as soon as i walk up to them more enemies come out and then i beat all of them i start walking around and one of those big motherfuckers with the ox head on top of their head comes out and more enemies pop out and i'm like jesus christ Ugh, come on man. never ends so uh, i've i just paused on that uh because my deck came in my steam deck actually yeah, came deck. yeah steam deck um and i've I downloaded, you know, some Steam games. Um, Renee, join us, Steam Deck. Um, oh, God, you're trying to get Renee on there? Uh, Renee, join us. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I mean, really, a lot a lot of my time with the Steam Deck has just been downloading my Steam games or downloading um, some of the extra stuff. I've, I've messed with um, MU Deck, which is a yeah. emulation station oh, kind of we- deal. We know because every time you log oh. in the Emu Deck, it's like, "Hey, Brent's on Emu Deck." I'm like, "Let's me know over five seconds." I'm like, "God damn it, Brent!" I don't get the notifications. Uh, what, what do I? I, what I do knew I you were on there for Skyrim. Because I, I, every time I see Richards on Skyrim, Skyrim, it's like before on there. I was when I was playing Grand Theft, I was like, "Richards on Skyrim," and then something must have happened because he restarted Skyrim because like, Richards back on Skyrim. And what the fuck is going on over there? Oh yeah, Richard? I'll fast travel somewhere and I'm looking at a black screen and I'm 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 the John Travolta thing. I'm like, is anybody? <laughs> I try to hit buttons and I try to shoot arrows. Nothing. But. Uh, like one of the Before first, that was Wolfenstein. One of the first things I booted up on there was uh, Simpsons Hit and Run for PlayStation Two. PlayStation yeah, Two should. emulation is is good. It's really really good. Impeccable. Um, I also with uh, setting up Emulation Station, you do have the option to tie it to a website called Retro Achievements, which is free to sign up. So I've signed up and. You literally, you log an emulation station, you start a game, and it'll pop up in the top. You're, it, it'll identify what game most of the time. There was one game that I played, it was like, cannot identify. But most of the time, it's popped up and said, boop, 20 cool. achievements for this game. 50 achievements for this game. Mm. And Brand, join really me. Cool. I'll, uh, join me with the Fatal Frame achievements. They're hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like today, you I did put not in, sell anybody on your Fatal Frame playthrough. <laughs> Uh, today I uh, I booted up Burning Rangers. Uh, oh, and I started playing through that whole first level. It's 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 a pretty damn good game. And just like you were saying, there's one person. Uh, his his name his name is Big Land Man, uh, and he's one of those voice actors that I was like I know that voice, and I literally forgot about it until you were just talking about that now. His name is Roger Rose, and he's literally just been in everything as Sounds background, background uh, characters in it's gonna be everything. Like, from, it's going to be like a Camp Clark who's in like every yeah. game and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Every also, game, also every cartoon, Gear. every yeah. uh, anime, it, like background he was, character, he was, uh, number five. Uh, he, like, he was uh, not the Kratos from God of War, but Kratos and uh, Tales of Symphonia as well. <laughs> There's multiple Kratos? Yeah. Does it look like him? Does it look like Kratos? 
But it just sounds like you can tell instantly it sounds like him. It sounds like it fits his voice. So yeah. Um. And last week, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't need BIOS. Um, I played Such as played a couple thing, couple rounds of Crazy Taxi. Dreamcast does not. Yeah. I played Virtua Tennis with some weird artifacting. Yeah, Maybe it's just that game. Um, GameCube doesn't need a BIOS either. The mm-hmm. I do have it set to the 16 by 9 for um, the 3D games. And I haven't had a problem except for I booted up um, Super Mario Sunshine and played for a bit. And the sides of Super Mario Sunshine had that weird um the shimmer thing that that weird yeah. like wobbly like heat wave effect yeah. to it and it was really bothering me so i don't know if there's a way to fix that i gotta look when or I maybe just not one. play that one in 16 by 9 i saw that on something in the ps2 emulator and i just changed one of the filters like one of the rendering things and that that yeah. cleared it up so it may be because of um, course, when you get with the, you know, even though these are standardized emulators, you still get with the, you still have tinkering that you have to do yeah. to get them. Yeah. Because the, I didn't expound on this, but I, I changed something in that PS2 one, and Final Fantasy X International now runs at like, ten frames per second. Titus, oh. Titus runs like, I mean, he's already like got this slow <laughs> lope, but I'm like, what did I do? And I can't figure out what it is. He just like. It's oh. Awful. See, other than that, I booted up uh, like Kingdom Hearts just to see how that ran. That ran great, of course. Um, Are those on Steam? Are I Kingdom Hearts games out? Not yet. Each, they're in why? the EGS. Still. Stupid. They're EGS oh, exclusive still. Okay, ah. but there's there's ways to get that stuff on there. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be like a. The name escapes me, but it was on EGS and they just put it on Steam not too long ago. Mm, Hitman. No, it's from um, same same Square Enix from same guy. It's uh, it's Kingdom Hearts adjacent. Fuck, I don't remember what the name is. Final hmm. Fantasy. Oh my god. Um, go ahead, Brent, you keep going. And I'll I'll find it. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> um, remember me. God dang, I can't remember. Stop. Um, it's not any I, of those things. I booted up something in um in Citra the. Uh, 3ds emulator and i can't remember what it was now how did that perform uh actually it was it was okay it's, yeah it had uh, like a little the world ends with you stuttering there we go world ends with you um oh road rash for sega cd because that i love that version just because of the soundtrack and yep. it plays the entire time um i was playing it and showing <laughs> my, my creation son. of the soundtrack <laughs> that's what we all remember <laughs> No, that it's got like a bunch of Soundgarden and other just yeah. great '90s tunes. Yep. Um, Early to mid '90s uh, grunge showcase. Oh yeah, and it's it's that the FMVs are nothing but like pure '90s. Um, Extreme sports. And I was showing my son. I was like, I'm gonna have to show you the next FMV and just let you see it, because the the Sega CD was just notorious for these horrible grainy videos it's like 140p but like, gra- like like through a cheesecloth <laughs> yeah 
It's the screen door effect they always talk about with oh, the gosh. VR stuff that I yeah. don't I don't really see, and I'm kind of uh, an oddball for visual quality and stuff. It's yeah. like I don't see this. I need to keep not seeing this on on, on the pl- on the original PlayStation VR. There's some of that screen dooring. I've I've never, seen it. I never really did, and I hope um, I continue to not because that might be my like I can't do this. Yeah. Other than that, um. I mean, I've tried. I haven't tried um, some of the the stuff. Like, I, I did put in some Wii U games on there, but they didn't show up. So I'm just gonna have to play around. I might just have to uninstall, reinstall that. Did you um, get a? Did you try anything with N64? Because I've got two N64 ROMs that just it's a black screen. I got nothing. No, I haven't I'm really tried N64. Okay. I haven't really tried that yet. Let me know if you um, dabble with it and if you change any settings, because mine's just I hear I hear Paper Mario, and I hear Zelda, but nothing nothing happens. Oh, Resident Evil, um, the the remake on GameCube. I mm-hmm. put that I put that in. That's pretty. That looked pretty good. Solid. Still have to get used to those controls and the mapping of the Steam Deck for that one. Um, maybe get the Steam version of that one because uh, even though I said I had some issues with this the opening cutscene of that one i you know google that and you figure out what's wrong what what to change but it had it gave you original controls and then like more modern so it's not as it's not as weird it doesn't we'll, flip-flop on you per screen type and thing. what was funny is i thought of you while i was playing that opening uh and there is a part where like the camera's zoomed in mm-hmm. it's like it's that kind of rainbowy rgb color and it's the camera is zoomed in on a TV and it like zooms out and you see the reporter on the TV and everything. And I was like, ah, yeah. oh, that's what Richard was talking about. Nope. That glitch. If you buy the Steam version and you play with the the high the preset, the high preset that automatically it selects, that's it glitches. It's like something happened in Raccoon City. People have been eaten. And you're only looking at that uh broadcast delay yeah. uh it, screen. And then immediately it's like enter the survival horror. And I'm like, I don't think this is how it starts. The dogs have to chase me. Like this, <laughs> yeah. there's a whole thing. <laughs> the doors are opening and then Barry's talking to me. I'm like, yeah. something's not right here. I'm not playing this. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked flawlessly for the for the GameCube port. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I didn't really try any GameCube or anything like that. I, I mean, did they're, add. They're all built off of that one. So or not GameCube, Game Boy. Um, I didn't try. Um, I did add some. Play, it's weird. Usually, PlayStation One's the first thing I jump onto, but I guess because I know that's going to work, I didn't try it. Um, yeah, I did add some PS One and PSP games today. I didn't really jump into them. PSP is pretty straightforward. Does the does the PS Two BIOS work for PS One games? Can you load PS One games in that emulator? To, I never it, can get it to work. Okay, so I, I'll, I won't even I fuck with that. Try it. So just yeah. use a like Duck Station for PS One stuff. I use yeah. Duck Station. Duck Station, Duck Station. And... Is, is pretty good. They said that's the definitive one. So, yeah. I mean, and it then, loads quickly yeah. when I do the save states and just like it. Yeah. It, it's instant. And then what? PSP, SP, PSP? And that's the thing is if I, I had a bunch of old ROMs that like they were all weird and abbreviated. So some stuff actually had the name or some stuff I knew what it was. Right. And so it's little really easy to go 
through the back end and just click something real quick and load it up um, on the uh, desktop version. Just see what the game is. Have you gotten um, them to copy over to the Steam OS and look oh, decentish yeah. or okay? I fault well, some no, of the... no, no. I I only I only use it um, inside I only the emulator. Have emulation. Oh yeah, Emudeck. I I didn't want to clutter my my whole Steam library page with all these different tiles of all these different games. Do you launch it from the desktop side or the Steam side? Steam side. I need to see is, how you did that because it shit all that stuff out on my. Uh, if I go to the libraries, I think, and like, if I go to my library and then one section, it's got all the emulators in there. If I wanted to, I could go into each emulator, but yeah. otherwise, I go into Emudeck and I scroll through, and there's all SNES, there's um, Genesis, there's. You see how you have your... So. Um, that's, that's really about it. I haven't really been playing. Welcome to Steam Deck. I would buy a Steam Deck shirt if they would sell it. I like that logo a lot. I like, did you know it's like Saturn based? Have you seen that with some of the boot up animations and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's a Saturn. It's the, it's the planet, the gas planet with like the rings yeah. around it. I'm like, lean into that. Don't make it just the little brief snippets. Speaking of not marketing something, but. I guess they don't have to at this point. Yeah. All right. Is that it for us after a lengthy episode? After last week's very short episode, yeah. you got double the no podcast from last week. Uh, we appreciate double your Patreon donations. Double the fun. Yeah, we're not live on Patreon. Double the gun. Maybe in our fifth year, we go live with uh, some sort of compensation. Uh, we appreciate you being here after after five years, through five years. Uh, welcome if you're new this week or if you've been here since week one. But uh, we appreciate you joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.